He had a voice that could make a wolverine purr. That's what I'm talking about, man. Wait a minute. I know you. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. I know that, dude. He's a modern-day Yoda. I'm your huckleberry. Allow myself to introduce myself. Greetings and salutations. We came, we saw, we kicked it down. You're excited. Feel these nipples. That boy's good. Mm-hmm. Good and terrible. Well, I have a microphone, and you don't. So you will listen to every damn word I have to say! This is the Mike Rutherford Show on the Big X. Sportos, motorheads, geek bloods, wasteoids, dweebies, they all adore him. They think he's a righteous dude. <laughs> All right, all right, all right, all right. Welcome, everybody. It's the Mike Rutherford Show. It is Wednesday, August 10th. We are live here at Jim Patterson Stadium. Very excited to be here for the third annual Homies Kickball Tournament. Uh, star-studded affair. A little bit of rain now. No worries, though. It's going to pass. Still time to come out here if you want to buy tickets. Only best deal in the city going today. $15 to come out here to see some of the most famous Louisville celebrities. Jack Harlow is going to be here. Some of the best Louisville athletes. Uh, we're going to have a uh, dynamic group of former cards here. Uh, Lou City players and then some Kentucky players, too. Well, you know, if, if you're a UK fan, listen, hate listening to the show, which we know there are several. Angry guy talking to you on the text line. Uh, feel free to come out here. Here and enjoy, I don't know, watching Tyler Ewis play some kickball. It should be a great time. Uh, Trevor Kelsey's here. We got intern Jenna here. Uh, she made, Of course, Jenna's here bright and early today for this episode. Not, not a shock that she's here very quickly. Uh, she beat me here. I got on the, the highway. Everyone beat you here. Everyone beat me here today. That's, this is a fair statement. I got, like, I walked to my car, and I'm like, hey, it's actually not that bad. Like, like the, it cleared up a little bit. It had been raining uh, five minutes prior. The drive down Breckenridge is fine. I get on the Watterson, world's ending. Like, like God opens up and just... People are crying on the side of the road. You've got like 15 cars with their flashers on that are pulled over. Just you can't see anything. And I, it's a standstill in the water. So I text Trevor. I'm like, I'm not sure when I'm going to be there. Thankfully, it let up a little bit. And now we're here. Now we're having a good time. Um, I know. I mean, I mean, obviously, you just moved to Louisville yesterday, apparently, <laughs> because uh, you're unaware that in the state of Kentucky, when one raindrop falls, Everyone panics. I thought I left him plenty of time. I'll be I perfect. Mean, and then I went to the wrong way. Like, Dugan calls me, and he tells me, gives me the worst possible direction. He's like, you go in the stadium, and then we're down the first baseline. Like, I'm thinking you go in the main entrance of the stadium and then come down here, well, and the main entrance is totally listen, locked. Listen, both of you, and Jenna's giving me this look like I did the same thing. You two, I don't want to hear it. I parked near the end of where we're at, and I get it's pouring rain. I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this. Get out, walk all the way from where I'm parked, and you know, you both, you know, an hour where I'm parked to where we're stationed at, all the way to the front entrance. Normal person, not a bad walk. Me, it's like six miles in the rain. Get there just to have our intern Patrick back. Oh, uh, oh, we're we're right down here to go. We're gonna go in this entrance. Where's the entrance we're going in? Thirty feet from where I'm parked. That's that same boat. <laughs> I walked all the way back in the rain. Of course, we get here and the rain stops. I'm wet, Mike. <laughs> I'm. I mean, my underwear stuck never, to my legs. Never, never say my, that again. My undershirt stuck to my body. I'm over here. 
I mean, I'm, I'm over here wet. <laughs> well, we are to a certain extent, but we're going to be okay. I did see Dugan as I'm walking past, like down the, the main entrance. And he's like, I guess I didn't give you great directions. I was like, no, yeah, main entrance. <laughs> the main entrance. What do you want me to say? Uh, but we're here now. We're, we're, yeah, we're here now. We got we've got. made it. Hopefully the rain has finally stopped. Of course, as soon as the show starts, that's all we needed was you to get here. Yeah. And the rain has stopped. Hopefully the, the uh, field will start drying up here. And we got a few hours until... Uh, until the, the ball drops, I guess you could say. Yeah. Is that the right term for the start of kickball? The, the ball rolls out. Yeah. First, ro- first, roll. first roll. First roll. First roll. Shut up, Jenny. You don't do, know. Do we do a commemorative Jenna's first roll? Jenna's trying to act like it's first pitch. It's, it's roll. Well, do, do we do a commemorative first roll? I mean, a commemorative roll? Like in, yeah, uh, for, you, I don't know. Like an opening pitch in baseball? Do we do that here? Do, am I gonna we'll figure it out. I don't know. I'm calling the shots. I'll let... <laughs> I also just now realized there's, yeah, there's supposed the to be a coin flip before every game. I don't have a coin. I hope that somebody here has a coin, or else uh, Jenna's got a quarter. We're safe. We're good to go. But uh, <laughs> gates Man, are going to op- no gates are going to open here at 5:30. First game is going to take place at six. Again, if you're not familiar, we've got four teams, uh, star-studded celebrity group teams. Uh, they're going to play a total of four games. You have two semifinal games, if you want to call them that. Then the winners will play in the championship. The losers will play in the third place game. How many innings is it per game? Seven. Well, yeah, I've got the rules. I've read up. It's seven innings or an hour. There's a time limit there. The last inning can't start uh, before the 55 minute mark if it's been going on for 55. There are also there are run rules in play here. Will you be, now? Will you be timing? You have like a little timer on you that you'll be doing this. Thing? I will use my cell phone. It's very very much like forgetting Sarah <laughs> Marshall. Give me a stop I don't even wear I don't even wear a watch <laughs> since I got out here. Yeah, just my phone uses it. But if you're talking about the teams, we got four teams. We've got the the homies team, which is the homies. Jack Harlow, Cole Bennett's going to be here. A lot of local celebrities. You've got a U of L team. Loaded with Luke Hancock, Harry Douglas, Dion Branch, Chris Redman, Eric Wood, Peyton Siva, SVT himself, the Vanilla Godzilla, Kyle Couric, Nolan Smith, and Ryan McMahon. Uh, the UK team, who cares? Uh, Tyler Eulis, Willie <laughs> Colley Stein, Brandon Knight, Isaiah Briscoe, Hami Diallo, bum, bum, Malik Monk, bum, Michaela Epps, Derek bum, Anderson, Derek bum, Willis, Super bum, Dominique Hawkins, bum, Marcus Lee, Darius bum, Miller, bum, and Keela Martin. Didn't he play at UK? Played a butler. <laughs> go, bull, go Bulldogs. And then the team Planet <laughs> Fitness, coached by Rick Heber. You've got a bunch of loose city players. Sean Tosh is playing. Wes Sharpie's playing. Paulo DePiccolo's playing. Niall McCabe's playing. Brian Ownby. Oscar Jimenez. Amina Ekic, Manuel's own, uh, is playing. Frosty Rucker, not a soccer player. He's playing on that team. <laughs> Randomly. Watch this. I love the random bingo player. And then the celebrity of also Dano from Dano Seasoning. <laughs> now, playing that, for Planet Fit, Team Planet Fitness. Didn't Frosty Rucker play like Nebraska? Frosty Rucker, I believe, did play at Nebraska, and, but he was with the Bengals, so he's got he, he and Joey Wagner are boys. He's here. He's, okay. he's going to play. Uh, it's going to be a good time. But, again, first game, 6 o'clock. Gates are going to open here at 530. Tickets could not be more affordable, just $15 for the entire evening. Oh, yeah. And you get to come out here and heckle me in an umpire shirt. It should be great. Do you have your umpire shirt yet? I, uh, yeah, I believe it's over there on the table. I was informed by young Ryan. Do, do, I, ha- do I have a shirt over there? You don't. Uh, no. Uh, no. And now am I still going to uh, – like kind of sneak my way into being the U of L uh, team's coach tonight, Trevor. I can't really, um, I, I can't really answer that for you. I don't. <laughs> the answer is no. I mean, if you if you're asking, I mean, as me, of now, they don't have a coach, right? There is no. There, there so is they, no. If coach they don't have the a coach, team. then I mean, I think that I think I should be it. Yeah. I mean, I, it's like you know, Babe Ruth coaching the Boston Braves at the end of his career. You know, like you know, I'm a I'm a kickball legend. I'm here to pass along my knowledge to the youth. Apparently, our, like everybody's talking about how our mics were hot before the open started, and everybody just, saying play open, play open. Everybody just heard Jenna. Like the entire text line is like, "Well, Jenna's definitely here today." Like, love hearing Jenna in the background. Did you cuss? 
<laughs> so yeah, Jenna is here. Uh, 502-414-1450 is the Thornton Sex Line, by the way. If you want to text in any of your questions, your comments, your thoughts, concerns, we love our friends over at Thornton's. We love the fact that they're continuing their summer cash bash still for another few weeks. Summer, I know kids went back to school today, but summer technically is still going on for a few more weeks, which means Thornton's is still giving away 10 grand every week until summer ends. All you have to do is be a refreshing rewards member. Pop that app open, click on the Summer Cash Bash icon, and you are registered to be one of those $10,000 a week winners. Uh, if you're not a Summer uh, Refreshing Rewards member, very easy to get enrolled. Either download the app or just text rewards, all one word, to 80313, and you'll be enrolled. And at the end of the summer, Thornton's is giving away a grand prize of a 2022 Chevy Tahoe. We love our friends uh, from Thornton's. Yeah, I, I, don't know what was, I don't know what was said. But, but <laughs> Nobody cursed, I don't think. I, I imagine the hot mic would probably be the best. No way, did. Uh, because I wasn't angry, and if I was angry, I would have been really dropping them. Yeah, but I wasn't. I was uh, I was over here smoking a cigarette, waiting on you. You were feeling good. You, yeah. you were having a good time. Uh, we have uh, we have non kickball related items to get to today. We've got. Oh, I want to yeah. talk nothing but kickball. We'll talk. Uh, we'll talk plenty of kickball. There's we, plenty of time for that. I want to get into strategy. You know, I, is anyone going to be brave enough to bunt? I mean, no one wants a bunter, right? When you play in these like competitive kickball leagues, which I never did, but my my then girlfriend now wife did with a bunch of my friends, I would go okay. watch them play, and like there was a lot of strategy. Like sometimes the best way is like if you place a perfectly kicked like semi bunt down third baseline because it's very difficult to get somebody well, out. I can imagine, but this is a ch- this is like game for fun. You everybody should be aiming for the fences. People want to win, Trev. Well, I mean, you win by hitting home runs. That's I mean, it's it's tough to hit home runs against world class <laughs> athletes. I know you played at Zachary Taylor back in the day, but I mean, pe- pe- people win, win, winners are people who can kick the long ball. This is a, it's a loser's mentality. I mean, no, lo- loser. Drive for show, you putt for dough. No, nobody, nobody wants a bunt or a single. No one hits for you bomb for show, you bunt for dough. What, what are we watching? Ty Cobb out here? No one wants that crap. We want, we want, we want dead ball here. We want, we we want homers. We we want. We want McGuire and Sosa out there. That's what we're going for. I'd be willing to bet that like Eric Wood's not going to bunt. I think he's going to go. You, the, 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 some people are going to give the soccer players. They're probably going to go give you what you want. They're going to test that outfield. <laughs> soccer, if, is soccer player going to take a pitch and like kick it up to himself and then and then hit it with his head? I don't know if that's legal. I'm going to have to look that rule up. I don't. I don't think that's. I think that'd be like hitting a foul ball. I was. Can he bicycle kick it? <laughs> I, I don't think that that's legal either. I don't know. I think that's all under the same window. I think you need to check this rule book. I was thinking about this earlier, too. And, you know, you, a legend of the whistle back in the St. Matthews basketball oh. days. Oh, well, I mean, You've yes. talked about this frequently. Yeah, yeah, you used to referee St. Matthews Little League I, basketball I, I'm games. I'm a legend there, too, as well as this, I mentioned Zachary Taylor on the playground. Of course, of course. They sing songs about me still there. They do. I was thinking about this on the way in, actually. <laughs> I don't think I've ever officiated anything. Like, even really? like a pickup game with friends, like I've never done like kids games. I don't think I've ever like like, never a, like no basketball game. I never umpired growing up. You I ever never, blown a whistle? I don't think of well, yeah, I've, I've blown a whistle before. Like, I've, but I've like gym class, like never any pickup game, like ne- nothing. You've never so you, I mean, do you know? I mean, I'm a little nervous now. Do you know? Are, are there fouls in kickball? Foul balls? I mean, no, just fouls in general. Like, can, can you can you hit somebody? somebody. <laughs> well, somebody. no, I mean, it's not a contact sport, Trevor. <laughs> Have you ever, uh, now I'm starting to wonder if you've played kickball. Well, no, no, it is a contact sport because if if, that, if if the ball's going to the home plate and I'm coming towards it, I'm Pete Rose, and this is the '73 All Star Game over here. Did you see? <laughs> speaking of, did you see the uh, 
you know, they played the congressional baseball game every, like the Democrats versus the Republicans at uh, National Stadium. No, I did not. And like the, one of the, the female uh, co- congresswoman just trucked the home plate catcher for the Democrats. That's awesome. Yeah, he held onto the ball. And you could tell he kind of like wanted like spike oh, it. He, dude. he, he didn't like, Gina he can't Davis do it. He, yeah. didn't, he didn't let go, right? I mean, she was rumbling around third and she just was not letting up. It was a, it was a very, it was a very much a Pete Rose all star game. Was, type it, the, play. was it the woman from Colorado? Uh, I don't know where she's from, honestly. <laughs> I think, yeah. Oh, and then, so Texas, okay, that makes sense. Okay. The dude from Texas had a bomb. And then you also had the uh, Democrat congresswoman from New Jersey flip off the Republican dugout. It was, it was loaded. With, I love this. It was loaded with, uh, with style this it's year. It's the complete opposite of everything that happened in the Little League game where the kid got hit and he went and hugged the pitcher. Oh, God. I liked it. It was so sweet. Yeah, I know. And it's now, like, the complete voted, bipolar that is the. Is the now everyone's having the contrarian <laughs> take. Like, you, we wouldn't have done that when I was growing up. Like, come on, guys. It's a Little League game. Yeah, you would have. I would have even done that. I did drill a kid in a Little League All Star I mean, game bad. in the what? head pitching, and I, I did feel bad. I mean, for what it's worth, the team that the, the, the kid that was pitching his team won like nine to three. Did they? Yeah, they so dominated the game anyway. So the very first, like when I was twelve, the little league, we, I pitched the first game of the tournament. We played Camp Taylor, who was not very good, and I'll never forget. Like not I was Camp Taylor. We were rolling. I was rolling through Camp Taylor. I went to Camp Taylor, and my dad was getting mad. My dad was like, "You're not, you're not throwing as hard as you can." Like he's like, he's like, he's like rear back and like, like throw it as hard as you can. And like I threw it as hard as I could, and I drilled this kid in the head. This kid was like looking terrified already, and I felt, I felt awful about it. I didn't cry. But I did feel bad. Do you know what happened to that kid? He started crying and he walked to first base. It was me. It was <laughs> this kid. This kid was like five two, sixty five pounds. Like there was no way. And I felt I threw it as hard as I've I could. always wondered who that, who that pastor was who hit me with the pitch. I felt I, at the time I felt very bad. But I again there were no hugs were exchanged. We went on to to win handily, and that that, that was it. But I did like I did enjoy seeing that yesterday. Yeah, it was nice. went on to be a U.S. senator. Yeah, we've got uh, <laughs> we've got a, a big football commit to talk about again. I saw I mean, that. God. I mean, if, if you have a beach, you have a cardinal, right? If you have a beach, you have a future cardinal. Yeah. That's the way it's working these days. And not we, like we, – we, 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 are, we are gathering up more oceanfront property than timeshare. And not one of those, like, sandy, middle-of-nowhere, like, no, landlocked Florida no, beaches. No, no, like, this no. is like – we're talking Miami. We're talking oh, yeah. Hialeah. We're talking Cali. We're talking yeah. real beaches, beaches where people actually want to go and hang out. Yes. Exactly. If you've got an athlete from one of those areas, guess what? They're coming to Louisville. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we're not going to, like, you know, Boston Beach or something, you know, some crappy place like that, you know. Exactly. We're not, we're not going up there. We're not hitting a beach in like you know the fi- up in Michigan or something like on a on a lake or a, or a quarry, or, you know, redneck lake. We're not doing that. No, no, we're going to the ocean, the golfs, oh, blue streams. Speaking of Boston, real quick, blue not, I, got, I have to brag on my youngest nephew. He's um, he's like a hockey player. He's going into his freshman year. I've, I've said this before. I've got three nephews that are all going Always to be in high son. school this year. Oliver, he's got three boys. Three nephews, they're all going to three different high schools. They'll nice. be uh, Jackson Manuel, he's a senior. Um, ben is going to be a sophomore at Trinity. And I think, then I think, I think our knows them. There you go. And then uh, gave me a wedgie my youngest <laughs> Charlie is a freshman at St. X. But Charlie's big into hockey and he like went to one of these showcases up there in the northeast where like you get recruited by prep schools, got a full scholarship offer to a Boston prep school, and then he's got like five other schools that are interested. So I think I was like, Is he gonna do it? And he's like Oliver was like, Yeah, he kinda wants to, but he'd have to leave in two weeks, none of us are ready for this. And uh, he's like, I think he wants to play his first year at St. X and then he's getting he's like really vibed with the coach from Quebec and I'm like, What what I, I was like, I knew he was good. What are we talking about? Here, prep school in Quebec. I mean, I, classic youngest uh, three brothers symptoms. Like, he's prob- just like, doesn't care. He's just ready to go. The only problem I have with that is, I mean, I saw what happened with with Charlie and the rest of the Ducks when they went to prep school. True, it didn't work out too well. Well, it was great for Banks, and then he got on the he was on the <laughs> yeah, varsity team. He got on the varsity. I mean, I bet your, your nephew's probably Banks, right? <sighs> I guess. I, I mean, he's now he's got like the hockey hair. He's got like he's wearing like chains I mean, out. Banks, I, don't, I don't know how to deal with him. Because Banks was the one that really got the, like the main scholarship. The rest were just kind of throwing a bone. 
Yeah, well, the movie sucks. We don't need to talk about it. It's not part of the canon in my eyes. So. The second one wasn't that great either. Eh, shut up. Uh, know you know that triggers me. I know the buttons to push on Mike. <laughs> you know, I'm going to have a meltdown if you keep saying that too often. I, just, I don't know why I just think it to you and your wife get in an argument or something. And she's just like, to, to end the argument, she'll look and you go, D2 sucked. It's the one thing you can't bring up to me. And you're just like, I'm going to hotel. You, you just can't speak to you reasonably. It's a hot button issue. It's a hot button issue for me. I love both Mighty Ducks. I love. D, I think I love D two even more. Uh, I want to say this. I just saw them. Uh, I can't now because the uh, the the Ryan men are blocking everything, but including the sun. That's fine. But uh, I just saw them out there playing with. That. With what? They're out there bouncing the uh, kickball. It was red. Oh well, the, according to the rules, I was saying it's supposed to be yellow. Uh, Am I gonna have to shut this whole thing down? Oh, they had some yellow ones, too? Maybe the red's like practice only. I'm going to have to shut this thing down. I'm going to have to get out there and be like, no, no, no. Sorry, everybody who came out. We're done. We're going home. No, it's got to be red. There's right there, red. Well, I'm telling you right now. That is is an official kickball right there. It's supposed to be yellow, according to the rules I was sent. I don't know. It does look a little little, uh, large. Here's the one thing that I can tell you about myself as an umpire tonight. I'm not taking any guff. (laughs) I'm not taking any flack. I'm not afraid to throw Jack Harlow out of this thing. I don't care if he's headlining. No flack from Jack. I, whatever you want for me in my life in my house, I will give to you if you throw Jack Harlow out of the game. <laughs> it's, just, it's not that. They, they, if I tried, they'd throw me out. You, you could come to my house like supermarket sweep and just help yourself. That's how you out. can get involved in this thing. They would throw me out and be like, anybody else want to do this here? You put on this black and white striped shirt. <laughs> you just look at him and go, you're no Drake. And just, you're out of here. <laughs> oh, God. Um, Where's Drake for this, by the way? He's not, he may be showing up. Who knows? You never know. No. You never know. He might be showing up. Um, Texture says, Trevor, a lot of people had things to say about your Trevor, I'm wet comment, and understandably so. That's Well, that, I am. Yeah. Texture says, make the, the kids team go up against the UK team so we can harp on them if they don't let the kids win. I think there's like a couple of kids participating. There's not a full kids team. No, no, no. But yeah, it would be nice to make them go up against the UK team and be like, you know, Carl, <laughs> Willie Colestein just trucked this kid. What a terrible human being. Like, get the UK kids out of here. Watch the little kid, like eight-year-old uh, strikeout. Collie Stein. I bet, I bet somebody in the UK team strikes out. Texas, I was actually involved in some epic kickball games on the fields of Zachary Taylor Elementary. TK knows that place is the holy grail of kickball. Oh, yeah. I mean, like I said, I mean, they, like, like, you know, they walk around, like, you, still, you can still hear them talking about me to this day. Like, you walk out there, I'm like, this is the story of a man named Trevor. Had a leg as big as a barn. Shut up. He takes the kickball field and okay. sends that ball yard. Texas D2 is a fantastic you can, film. He, you can hear it now still. Just, just drive down there. Texas D2 is incredible, and I agree. The Bash Brothers and Adams Comeback. Gordon finding himself again. Classic. Two most legendary products of Morgan Park High School I love are that. Wayne Blackshear and the Bash Brother, um, who was with Fulton Reed, whose name I – Dean Portman. D- I was say Dalton or something, yeah. Um, it's eh, – I don't know. I guess maybe – I love the first one. Second one's just your run-of-the-mill sequel to me. Well, you just refuse to respect any sequel. It's, well, it's also just a cheap sequel. I mean, it's not I mean, a cheap <laughs> sequel. They, they literally play teams from around the world. Well, they play Iceland. They play a lot of teams from around <laughs> I, I, I knew Trinidad and Tobago growing up because of D2. It made I mean, me a more cultured child. I mean, it followed mostly every sequel trope, right? Kind of, yeah. I mean, coach loses himself, finds himself. Yeah. Uh, team you, has a enemy that gets the upper hand on them midway through the, the, the movie, and then they end up getting the upper hand on them. Yeah, that's for, Which for the scene one, two and scene three. And then, of course, you have, the, you have the added new faces. As a stickler for athletic details growing up, and I've said this before, the one problem that I have with D2 is they never explain how USA versus Iceland at the end became a like winner-take-all championship game. They both lose. 
I, I do respect the fact that they don't just have, like, because USA loses to Iceland, and they have, like, a quick headline when they're doing recaps, like, Iceland shocked by Canada or Germany or something. So we both know that these two teams have one loss, but how we got to the point where they're playing for all the marbles in a winner-take-all game with both having one loss, they never really explained. I mean, they never really, I mean, I guess they do some newspaper clippings in a way, but they, it doesn't really explain also, like, how they get to play the Hawks in the title game in the first one either. Like, because going into well, just the, the playoffs. Yeah, but going to the playoffs, don't you think they would have played the Hawks in the first round because they were the last team? Well, the Cardinals got the measles, so they took their spot. <laughs> yeah, but and then, and then the Cardinals were the last team. Well, true. Nice to meet you. Right, nice to meet you. They, I'm assuming maybe that we gave them, because they got in, there was like an, I don't know. <laughs> it's a fair point. It's a fair point. I'll give you, you that. The last thing they should play the They should have played the Hawks in the, in the first, first round. Game, yeah. They should have. You're I right. There was some kind of buy, but I think they 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 say there's like eight teams or something. I'm choosing to believe it was like a 2020 NCAA tournament replacement team rule or 2021 NCAA tournament replacement rule, <laughs> where if a team had to scratch because of an illness at the last second, COVID in this case, measles in the Demonte Ducks case, you just you made it. You took their spot. You didn't just go in as like the last team. Like if, if we had played for VCU when they had to to pull out of the tournament, or I guess it was Oregon had to pull out of the tournament, we would have been a seven seed, not a eleven seed. Wasn't it VCU? I thought it was VCU. Oregon was the game. Yeah, VCU pulled out. VCU yeah, pulled yeah, out, yeah. and Oregon won. Okay, yeah, there you go. Yeah. You're, yeah, you had the two teams right. Obviously, it's coming down out here. Mala, who gets the measles in 1992? The entire team, nonetheless. <laughs> I mean, should they be D two suddenly looking a little better <laughs> in your eyes? I mean, should they have quarantined these kids? I mean, they were interactive. They all go to the same schools. Texture says, where are the YouTube cameras so you can live stream the game? Coming any day now. <laughs> any day now, those YouTube cameras are going to get up there. You're going to be able to watch every show, every second, every break, all live streaming on YouTube. How long before we just put our phones in the corner of the studio and just, <laughs> just film it off our phones? Probably that time is coming before we actually get cameras for the YouTube show. Going to take a break from the, the, uh, the streaming show. Trevor got a text. Texas, holy bleep. That's for you, Jenna. Trevor is in rare form today. And that wasn't me saying that's for you, Jenna. That was the texter saying, holy bleep, parentheses, that's for you, Jenna. Yeah. Texter says, that Bash Bros fact should have been in Mike's book, LOL. It really should have been. I could have done a whole chapter on Morgan Park. We recruited Wayne Blackshear because of Dean Portman. <laughs> I mean, you needed, you needed something to fill the time. Yeah. When you can't use anything but basketball and football. <laughs> Texas says, the freaking knuckle puck, and also Benny the Jet couldn't stop when he skates. How's that not a great film? It's corny. The knuckle puck was corny. The knuckle puck was awesome. It was corny. I mean, Luis Mendoza being the fastest skater in the world but not stopping, to me, is a much, much larger issue for a hockey team than Russ, uh, t- uh, what I don't remember, Tyler, only having one trick. And it was, was it shot. Tyler Russ? Russ Tyler. Yeah. I mean, I The goalie! It's the goalie! <laughs> Texas, I honestly think Cobra Kai is a much better spinoff show uh, movie based off an original movie. Sorry, D2 wasn't great, Mike. Come on. Cobra Kai is probably the best love Cobra show. Kai. Yeah, it's probably... I mean, the last season, I'm not looking really forward to this last season. I think it should have ended on the last season four. But nonetheless, uh, yeah, it's by far, when you talk about like a, a, a spinoff of a movie to a television show, it is, yeah, I, I don't think there's many. I mean, then again, I, I haven't watched Friday Night Lights. As it's you good. Well, as you well know. It's good. You'd like it. Uh, let's take a break. When we come back, uh, we'll keep talking here. We'll talk about this big U of L football commit uh, that popped last night. I think when a lot of people were sleeping, they woke <laughs> up to positive. Talk. We just said we got a guy from the beach. We'll talk about it. They walked. <laughs> up, they woke up to positive news today. Again, we are live here at Jim Patterson Stadium, getting you ready for the third annual Homies Kickball Tournament. Stop by and see us. Gates open at five thirty. We're right back here on fourteen fifty and ninety six one. The Big X. <laughs> What's poppin'? Who you a Brand new whip, just hopped in. 
I got options. I can pass that it's like Stockton. Just joshing. I'ma spend this holiday locked in. My body got rid of them toxins. Sports in the top ten. I can put the ball in the end zone, put a bad in the friend zone. Sound like an intro, Jess on. Give me that tempo. All right, welcome back in. Mike Rutherford Show live here from Jim Patterson Stadium. We're down the first baseline right by the Hack Shack uh, where many a Cardinal legend has either warmed up in the bullpen or taken some cuts pregame. Uh, it's gonna be, this thing's going to be remodeled. They're going to have new stuff down here coming up soon. This is part of the million-dollar expansion that they're having at this facility. Uh, but for right nice. now, it's a beautiful tent here. It's, we get ready for the it's homies. right here behind the building, I guess. Celebrity <laughs> kickball tournament. Yeah, it's going to go right back here. Uh, getting ready. 6 o'clock is going to be the first roll, first pitch. We're still debating <laughs> what the, the proper terminology is. But gates will open at 5.30 if you want to come out here. should be a star-studded affair. A little rainy now, but it's going to it's going to clear I mean, out. It's starting to it's drizzle. We had a little bit of drizzle there again for a second, but it's 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 coming and going. It's a lot of, I'm surprised they haven't put like a tarp. Or, well, I guess it's a tarp. It's surf. Yeah. We're good. The only thing you need to tarp on is the mound, and we don't really need that for kickball. So we're all good. That's true. We're good now, to go do, here. Do we not roll from the mound? Or do we roll? Well, I think you roll in front of the mound. They, they, don't, they don't get up there. And do a full wind up. Yeah, it's a it's a what is in the, front of the mound type deal. Do they give an official length for? I don't believe so. Why is the intern? Why is Patrick throwing his phone? At Patrick's you? just hitting me with stuff everywhere. <laughs> Thank you, Patrick. I appreciate that. It's okay. We're all good here. Uh, let's talk about the news that broke so pretty late last night. Actually, I think most people were either in bed or getting ready for bed when, or just getting on Twitter for the first time. A, well, you are an outlier. I, when I a, saw it last a night. U of football gets a commitment, William Foles, a four-star wide receiver, yet another four-star from this class, 6'3", 212 pounds. Uh, he was not part of the either one of the big recruiting weekends this summer, but he did visit U of L back in March. And if you want to, if you're you know not impressed by stars, you want to look at the offer sheet, which I fully understand. How about this? Man holds offers from Georgia, reigning national champion. Texas A&M, who recruits pretty damn well. Uh, Miami, Auburn, FSU, Florida, and plenty of others. He was uh, highly pursued by just about every single team that's a player in college football, and he chooses to go ahead and pick up, uh, chooses to take on the offer from Scott Satterfield in Louisville. Um, I know Keith Wynn's very big on him. This is 10 four-star prospects in this 2023 class, including one five-star. This is, I mean, think about how many times in recent years. Stars. Think about how many times in recent years, including, like, the last several years, where a four-star would be, like, cause for celebration around here because he'd be the only four-star in the class. Popeye Williams was a four-star last year, and we were going nuts over him. We got 10 Popeye Williams in this class I mean, and a, a guy that we've never had a five-star who's the second five-star in the history of the program outside of Michael Bush. I feel like I've, I've brought this scenario up, and you probably can't look it up right now, but... We are in Chard Land. This is we're we're, we're looking at a we're, this is a record most most four stars and above that we've had in one class, right? Yes, by a wide margin. I think yeah. I mean, I think we passed that. I don't know what the previous record was, but it was well less than what we have now. I would assume. Yes, um, it is. I mean, probably three or four, maybe. I would say three or four is probably the best yeah. that Louisville's had. And, and again, you know, recruiting rankings can be. You look back. They can look stupid sometimes. Well, yeah. Case but in I mean, point: Charlie Strong, second class with Teddy Bridgewater and company, was. Not a top 25 class, according to the recruiting services. You look back, and that's easily one of the three best recruiting classes from that year. Oh, I mean, you could go back and look at your, your top 10 running backs of a class, and like three of them, you'll be like, oh, I, was, I remember those guys. Whatever happened to this guy that was sure. number three? Or, of course. You know, Michael Dyer. Well, he's back at Louisville now. I mean, I, he was like a number two running back coming out of, out of high school, I believe, when he, by the time he ended up in Louisville, before he ended up in Louisville. But, yeah, I mean, it's now this kid's a four-star. Uh, what was his uh, measurements? 6'3", I think I, I read it earlier. 6'3", 212. Ooh man, he's going after some of these big receivers, which I'm loving too. Yeah, because the Cause he know, wants to run that he wants to run that 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 that, that spread offense, uh, run offense, and that zone off zone run, and um, you got to have the big receivers out there blocking. I'm loving it. And he's out of Dade Christian in Miami Dade County down there. Yeah, we love Dade in County in Hialeah, right around uh, where I think another 
player that Louisville is actively going after that people feel confident about. Uh, his name now is just completely escaping me. The linebacker, uh, Stanquan Clark, another four-star kid out of Hialeah who people feel like might be the next player to pop for UofL. This one kind of came out of nowhere. Like there's, For most of the commits that we've had in this class, there's been a, a little bit of a buildup, whether it's been you know Pierce Clarkson doing the like hearing good news or you know Dave Lackford doing the spotlight tweet or usually there's somebody giving yeah. away like the there's a train horn Clark just scored uh, usually there's somebody giving away like the I know something you don't know and it's going to be cool just stand by this one just kind of surprised everybody which almost made it more cool to like just yeah. be getting ready for bed and be like oh hell we got another four star I mean was this kid that was he on the visit to, to the 502 barbecue you're asking me questions that, that I literally said when I did the entire thing he was not at either one of the big visits this summer but he did take a visit back in March okay just repeat yourself it's okay there you go hey, at least that was on time yeah, yeah <laughs> you got no room to remove and make fun of me today well i mean sorry there was a monsoon on the highway not my fault i would have been here in plenty of time if i'd one uh, gotten the right directions two had not been a terrible storm on the highway I gave jenna the wrong directions she was on time well <laughs> fair point uh but we're excited uh, about this either, William either Foles, way, yes. fouls. if i do make you repeat it multiple times uh i can repeat my excitement as well because just add, and, and another 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 weapon just to add to the list that is going to be Pierce Clarkson's sophomore uh, Heisman year. I mean, it's good, too, to get some bigger receivers. I think that Louisville has, you know, they've recruited some of the best of the best, but the receivers they have gotten up to this point have mostly been smaller, kind of 2-2 Atwell type players that, um, you know, yeah, people talk that, about DeAndre Moore, they talk about him in those terms. Now to get some sort of outside threats to take the tops off the defense or at least to, you know, be wide targets on third and seven, second and seven uh, is, is not – I mean – we should have. There should be no excuse for us not to be a aerial assault team in three years with these receivers and with these quarterbacks that we're signing and the record and the quarterbacks that we're in on in the upcoming two classes. I mean, we we still got you know your slot smaller speed guys, your your Hells that and that well was a Bobby recruit. So I mean, uh-huh. on, but, and. Well, Harrell was a Bobby recruit. Was he a Bobby recruit or a Scott recruit? He was a... He's borderline. He had been first Scott recruit, wasn't he? He was a redshirt freshman last year, so he would have been a Scott recruit. Okay, yeah. So, I mean, yeah. So, we, I mean, and you mentioned more coming in. And we've also got, I mean, even the Jucos we've looked at, not Jucos, but the grad transfers we've looked at out of Wiggins. Is, he's 6'2". He's a, more, uh, he's a bigger wide receiver. The guy that's supposed to be, you know, even maybe a speed guy to Arkansas State, I believe, and he's 6'2". Tyler Hudson. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's above six foot, obviously. Uh, we talked about the uh, the kid out of uh, Florida or California. I'm sorry, I forget which one. One of those lovely beachside communities that we just we're just taking guys as we please. Um, who we we talked about whether he could be a tight end or a wide receiver. Who wants to play baseball as well. I mean, another one who I think more likely to be a wide receiver and is a big one. So I mean, it's I, I loved I, I I see what Scott's doing here and I like it. <laughs> <laughs> I like it as well. Uh, one last, one other recruiting note to get to. I know Sports Illustrated, they've done this for years. It's one of their staples when it comes to recruiting. They do the SI 99, where they rank the 99 best uh, high school football seniors of the upcoming season. Um, a lot of Louisville players actually could have been on this list. One did make it, Ruben Owens, who's the five-star running back that the cards have signed for next season. Um, number one, number two running back in the country, depending on where you look. He uh, he came up in the, in the rankings at number 33. So, Again, just another one of those, like, you know, you can be mad that there weren't more Louisville players in the top 99, which is a, it feels like a ridiculous thing to say when we've been lucky to have one top 500 player in most recruiting seasons in years past. So to have the number 33 player in America and to have him be a running back from Texas who was recruited by you know, every Texas school in the state and pretty much every school in the country that plays football is another one of those just kind of double-take moments. And, again, he's got 502 tattooed on him. So stop worrying about whether or not he's going to come here. I've got faith Ruben Owens will be a Cardinal. 
I mean, at the at the at the rate we're racking up, you know, just verbal commitments, even if we only get sixty percent of them, we're still looking at our best class ever. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, that's that's the greatest thing. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it's not like we're, you know, this isn't like class where you're like, okay, it's a pretty solid class. It's still headlined by two, three, you know, four or five star guys, and it's a lot of three stars. Nothing against three stars or two stars. Obviously, they can develop into great players as well, but. You know that, and there's always the fear of losing that one four star. Two, we can lose a four star too, and we're good. Yeah, we're, we're, we're like, we already have. We're, we're Martel like, I decommitted. We're, we're like Jack Harlow shopping right now. We're like, you know, oh, oh, what I do? I lost, I lost, I lost ten thousand bucks. What I do it? Oh well, who cares? I just, just give him the gold card. We're feeling good right now. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's a fair point. I think the only way that you can see, because people talk about this recruiting class unraveling. And the only way it really unravels is if you lose, you know, it's like the a zombie apocalypse. You know, you cut the head off the, the lead zombie, right? Like the, um, if you cut the head off the snake, and then I think everybody goes Kill their the own. the main White Walker. Exactly. It's fall. the same type of thing. And Pierce Clarkson, and this is where the situation for the upcoming football season is very interesting, which we've talked about, I think, a billion and one times at this point. Pierce Clarkson has said the only way that he doesn't come to Louisville is if there's a coaching change. So... The only way, in my eyes, vis-a-vis, the only way that you don't have the best recruiting class in the history of Louisville football is if the 2022 team just absolutely tanks because I think that's the only way that you fire Scott Satterfield. I mean, do you, do you, how much do you believe that he will stand to that, though? I believe it. I mean, I, I think – I because mean, it's not just Satterfield that he's coming. There's also several connections with the Adidas brand and his father. And Pete Thomas. Too. Yeah, I mean, so, I mean, there's – I. I'm not saying he's a man of, of, you know, I'm watching too much Game of Thrones. He has no honor. You know, <laughs> he doesn't take his bows seriously. But, uh, but I, I mean, I, I mean, I would be willing to say there's still a shot. I mean, because, listen, he has no idea how convincing Mr. Brom can be. Yeah, I mean, it would have to be when, something like when that. When Jeff flies out there and he's like, hey, I get Scott. Scott's a great guy. Me and Sats, we cool like that. It just sounds like, like that. But are you willing to run that risk? If it's a if we, again, if we only win four games, maybe exactly. I'm, I'm saying I'm not saying if you go four and eight or three and nine, because then I think, like I've said a million times before, yeah. if you you know if, if he can't win more than four games, barring something like a Malik Cunningham injury or something along those lines, True, if you exactly. can't win more than three or four with this year's team. What reason should we have to believe that he can win nine, ten, eleven with these big time recruits that he's bringing in? But if you've got Pierce Clarkson out here saying definitively on the record multiple times, the only way that I don't come to Louisville is if they make some sort of coaching change. How, like, how much are you willing to risk that he's just posturing if, if Louisville goes five and seven or six and six this year? And my guess is they're not willing to risk that at all. I think if Scott, if Satterfield wins six games this year, he's saying there's no doubt in my mind. And, and do we really need to be public with that, Pierce? I mean, I get, I get you like that, but I mean, is it really? He's putting the vibe out there. He's, he's, he's showing. Know. He's putting some support out for his guy. It's just generation. Everything has to be out on social media, and everybody wants to be liked and retweeted. Well, it's not really I mean. social media. He's not. He's asked the question. He's answering the question. Uh, just we say, get mad at kids for saying for not say, answering well, questions. Yeah, yeah. He's actually answering it. Now you're mad at him too. I, yeah, I only get, no, I only get mad at the kids that don't answer questions. Though the ones that play for other teams, I want I want the kids to play for Louisville to give the right answers. Well. I think it is, according to a lot of people at U of L, they think that is the. Right I want answer. a UK recruit out there being like, if they if they keep stoops, I'm not I'm not staying. You know, I, I want that. Well, I think it's a, <laughs> I think it's fine for him to say what he believes if that's what he believes. No, that's no, I have no problem with him believing it. Just, I mean, because it, it puts Louisville in an awkward situation, especially going into the. Louisville's already in an awkward situation. That's true. I mean, and honestly, it's a it's an awkward situation that you'd like to be in. It's better than the opposite, where it's like. Do we fire this guy just to start from scratch, or do we keep him around knowing that he's not going to do anything good? If you keep him around, you at least have hope that you can have, you know, insanely brighter days because of the recruits that he's been able to land this, this summer. 
I don't know. I guess I'm just not a not a big fan of having us publicly walk on eggshells if, if it comes to that. It was going to be like that anyway, though. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, you could have speculated. You didn't have to make it official. We talked. I mean, it was awkward last year after going six and seven. Yeah. <laughs> it's it was going to be unless he did something dramatic during the offseason. It was always going to be awkward. He, to his credit, has done something dramatic and signed what's going to be the highest rated recruiting class in the history of the program. And now it's a how do we say it? It's a good type of awkwardness if it comes around. It's, or at least it's a better type of awkwardness than the alternative, which is let's fire the guy because he sucks or keep him even though he sucks or start from scratch not knowing if we're going to suck moving forward. It's, uh, th- that's at least a better situation. Oh, yeah, just, you're right. I mean, the first step is getting all the great ingredients. Let's just hope he's, you know, all the – got to win. Bobby Flay out there cooking Scott. these ingredients instead of me taking a Kobe beef and microwaving Scott. it. Scott. Scott, this is the portion of the show where you lean in close. Clean in. you got to beat Syracuse, man. Lean, lean on in, Scott. Don't don't make this weird. Just go <laughs> ahead and beat Syracuse. Uh, text on the Thornton Sex Line, 502-414-1450, says, uh, would really love to watch the YouTube show live. If we ever did get – if the cameras do go up and we have the, the live show happening, we're get, like a lot of things are going to have to change. Like what? You're, I mean, you're going to have to be more tight-lipped during breaks, I'll tell you that much. Oh, no, I make no promises. Well, then I make no promises that you're going to be able to keep your job because I, I, the stuff that you say during breaks is going to have to get cleaned up a little bit if people are actually watching you say it. Um, I love you, too. Maybe we should charge to be able to watch this during the break. Like an OnlyFans? Yes. <laughs> like OnlyFans during the break. Yeah. Jenna, you don't know. I do OnlyFans. I'll take my shirt off. Okay. okay. <laughs> I mean... Texas Mike is going to knuckle Trevor's puck if he doesn't cool it on the D2 hate. Pretty much. <laughs> Texas, what we do in the shadows is far ahead of Cobra Kai. I haven't seen the show. I love the movie. I I've only heard good me. things about the show. You, you you do love the movie. You keep every time I mention that the comedies and lack oh, of Oh, it's so good. Decade, you're, like, you're like, go watch this movie. Now, that's the same guy who did uh, Jojo Rabbit, right? I have no I have no idea. Is it him? Well, what movie are we talking about? It, it, uh, Living in the Shadows? What we do in the shadows. Right. I know okay. Taika Waititi's. The guy Jojo did Rabbit. Jojo Rabbit. Yeah. I, have, I have no idea. Texas, the real question no, is, is it safe to drive in Lexington because those damn boys drink and can't hold their liquor? <laughs> oh, man, come on. Another d It's uncalled for. A little bit uncalled for, but it is becoming, it's becoming a bit of an issue down there, over there. Texas, D2 had Benny the Jet and Kenny DeNunez graduate from Sandlot to play USA Hockey. They did. Who was the other one? They... Um, you Kenny, mentioned Benny the Jet. Kenny the Pitcher is one of the, in the first movie. Oh, he's one of the, the Hall brothers. Yes. He's the one that, that makes it to the second sequel. Correct. The other one who's the kid that got in trouble in Chicago. Jesse Smollett or whatever, yeah. Okay. Texas says. Okay, it is. Okay. So J.J. Rabbit is the same guy that did that movie. Okay, cool. That's Texas, not bad. Texas I need TK to introduce himself to Jack Harlow and tell him he's not a fan of his music. Uh, I'm not going to do that. Yeah, let's keep going to be mean. <laughs> We're going to keep that low today. Have you not noticed? I even, I even picked all Harlow music for the outros. I, I have noticed. It's a well done. Texas just. <laughs> Patrick's asked me what songs. I'm not going to lie. I have no idea. Texas says, bring Brom home. <laughs> just keep the entire recruiting team. I mean, I don't think you can do that, though. Like, these guys are going to, most of them are going to go if no, Scott goes. No, why would they do that? Why would you want to follow Scott to, like. Because most of these guys followed Scott from App State. Not uh, Pete Nocta. He's from. He was here. Pete Nocta is the only guy that he kept from the previous our, regime. So he's one been one of our main recruiting guys. He has. I think Pete Thomas is the big guy, yeah. and I think if you lose Scott, you definitely lose Pete. Dot Thomas, maybe not Nocta. Well, I don't know. It's possible. I mean, it's it's. You, know, you could also lose the recruiting class. We might have to take a gamble. Texas, can we get a co-host that doesn't have to hate on Scott when our primary recruit compliments him in an interview? I mean, is it a compliment to say if he if you if you let this guy go, I'm not coming here? I mean, that's not a compliment. I think it is. I think it's a vote of confidence. No, I think it's a vote. Of, I think it's a, it's a warning saying, I know this guy might suck, but you better keep him. 
I don't think – no. <laughs> I think it's him saying I'm committed to play for this guy. I mean, if he had any fear that the guy he committed to could be fired because he underachieves at his job, why, he should have no reason saying that. I mean, I think he's still – I think he's saying it. He's saying if you want me to play at your school, this is who I signed up to play for. I, I think that's fine. Texas, I think I, we got to recruit prenup over here or something. I think most recruits <laughs> do that. You see a lot of guys who decommit after a coach gets fired. Texas, I think the only way these recruits start dropping is if we have a bad season and the very obvious bad coaching and bad calls are just too much to overlook for players of that caliber. I think, I mean, I think the thing that separates this from, because in a quote-unquote normal situation, I guess in the old days, yeah, absolutely. And could that still be the case? Sure. Like maybe Ruben Owen sees this and he's like, man, I don't want to play at a program that you know, is losing to Syracuse on opening night or is losing to, to Pitt by 40 in the middle of the season. Like that's just not me. I'm too good for that. I think the more likely thing, I think it's less likely than it was five years ago just because of the NIL stuff. I mean, let's be real. Yeah. If it were five years ago, most of these kids aren't playing at Louisville. Um, we, we can't break down exactly what's going on. We know the NIL is, is playing a big part in this. We know the recruiting stuff is playing a big part in this. We know Steve Clarkson and the Adidas is playing yeah, a big part I mean, in this. It's, it's, and it's, so it's, I'm assuming that all of these guys are coming here not just for the, the glory of Louisville and the glory of Scott Satterfield. They're coming here in large part because – you know, they've been promised things, or they have, they have deals set up to come here. And so I think it makes it more likely than it would have been in the past if Louisville has a bad season. Let's say they do go 5-7 and seven and they just whatever, but they still keep Scott Satterfield, that all these guys do choose to come here and still play for Louisville, even though we have, at that point, would have not had a winning season since before the pandemic. I, I love how some UK fans, not all, but some, including one of my friends, like just a couple weeks ago was, was trying to, like, give me crap. He's like, you know you're, you're only getting these kids because you're – because uh, Pierce's dad is Adidas, and you're all just paying them. You're just paying these kids. And I just was like, no bleep. Like, I, am I supposed to be insulted by this? It's part of the deal. I was like, I don't – do you think I have, like, pride? Like, listen, the pride left – pride left out the, the, the second Will Levis touchdown last year, okay? I have no pride. I have no dignity. This is – recruiting and getting Louisville good is like me going to the bar and picking up women. Like, I, I'm, I'm anything and everything, and I'll do all I can to get it. I just – yeah, I mean, I love the whole, like, well, this wouldn't be happening if NIL wasn't a thing. Who cares? Yeah. Yeah, we know. We wouldn't be on this planet if we didn't have a son. What's your point? Sorry that we're playing. (laughs) We're playing the game correctly. We're not the only ones. Everybody's trying to do it. We're just doing it better. And I think also, like, even though the some people will say the NIL stuff, the Adidas stuff is a little bit overhyped. It's been more about Pierce Clarkson. Even if the NIL stuff like wasn't as much of a deal, or let's say it is a big deal. If we don't get Pierce Clarkson, we're probably recruiting like normally. Like I think you have to have that one guy that just is connected to everybody in recruiting circles that can at least get them on campus to show you what you have to offer. I mean, Ruben Owens straight up said, like, I had never really heard anything about Louisville. I had no interest in visiting the campus until Pierce Clarkson committed there, and he told me, like, you got to come at least visit this place. He visits here. He commits two days later. Yeah. Like, that, you, you have to get that guy. Teddy was that guy in the Charlie class. And, again, that was a different time. But if we don't get Teddy, we don't get a lot of those kids out of Florida. We don't get Eli Rogers. We don't get uh, the other players that, that kind of saw what Teddy was doing and chose to come and be a part of what U L was Teddy or Eli commit first? Which one? I think Te- Teddy, I know. And I think Teddy was originally committed to Miami. I want to say Teddy and Michael E. Harris committed on like the same day. And they well, that would be because Harris, I know, was early on. I remember that because I remember his name coming up right away. Texture says YouTube isn't censored, only Trevor. <laughs> Wait a minute, why am I censored? Texture said, I'd love to see the YouTube show as well, just mute it during breaks. We would have to do that. But I'd be, I'm, I'm st- you'd I mean, be in I, charge of that, and I'd be terrified that you would not have it done. I think I'm really down for this idea of making people pay to see the commercial breaks. Because <laughs> like we'd be talking about something, and then like you know, I mean, right when we go off air, the- you're like, that guy's a bleeping bum. Like, <laughs> right, let me say what I really think, and then like the like all of a sudden the YouTube clicks would just go insane, and we'd probably have to get shut off the air. 
So I mean, how else do you think we're going to pay for the YouTube cameras by having people pay to watch the YouTube commercial break? It's a self-fulfilling deal. <laughs> That's how it works. Texas says, I would pay a fee to see behind-the-scenes commercial breaks. Definitely don't want to hear OnlyFans and Trevor in the same sentence. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, if you want me to take out my shirt, I will. Just right. It's a Patreon deal. We could, we could, yeah, we could launch a Patreon. Texas says, Mike, did you set your DVR for tonight's AEW Quake by the Lake since you are behind the plate tonight? <laughs> it's Quake by the Lake. Quake by the Lake. Yeah, yeah. Hey, listen, I told you, Tony Khan loves his, 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 his loves slogan Rons? name. He loves slogan name shows. Like he's obsessed. Every show has to have a, a certain name. The Quake by the Lake. It's, uh, it's in Minneapolis. Uh, yeah, it's a big match tonight. Jericho versus the Lionheart. It's Lionheart Chris Jericho, the early 90s version versus John Moxley. Okay. For, for not, not, not no title match, for the interim Championship. I found out yesterday John Moxley loves death matches. It's oh, one does. of the things I learned in the, the conversation with Al Snow. He loves to bleed. we got people practicing kickball out there now. It's starting to get real. It's starting to get serious. They're, getting, they're warming up. Yeah, really? Because I just saw somebody walk up with a giant like bodyboard, and that doesn't make me feel good about the weather. Well, you know. Is it, that, is that like just after people it, like, if you got to surf, I'll go surf or ski. Surfing in the first base. <laughs> got to do what you got to do. People are in it to win it. I've told you that. That ball does look a little big for the normal kickball size. I'm going to have to, I'm gonna yeah. tell you, I'm going to have to measure it. It's supposed it to be eight and a half around, and if it's if it's a inch or a centimeter bigger than it's supposed to be, I'm shutting the whole thing down. Nobody's nobody's playing. I'm not even going to say a word to this. I know. I'm just turning my You know what? I'm turning the mic off right now. I'm well aware that it was on a tee. Texture says, uh, I desperately need Lamar and Pete Thomas to get massive contract extensions. That'd be... It would be in Louisville's best interest, assuming that we keep Scott Satterfield and the Love team has a good enough season. Put together, Lamar and Pete Thomas. <laughs> assuming that we get, like, it would be in U of L's best interest to extend some guys on the staff. I think that that's, that goes without saying. I think yes. Pete Nocta deserves a contract extension, and I think you got to make sure that you keep Pete Thomas around for and another this is year. The Lou, uh, Lou FC guys, right? We got some guys here. They're showing up. I'm Everybody's a, I'm showing assuming up. Assuming this isn't the homie. We are at Jim Patterson Stadium. If you want to be out here, if you want to take in some kickball, gates are going to open at five thirty. Tickets are still available. At, Select few. Act now. Safest way is to buy them online. There will be some at the gate if they're available. Only $15 could not be a better deal. Again, gates open at 530. First game will start at 6 o'clock. I will take a break. Hour number two will come on. We've got, I've got some – I hate to do it. I've got some thoughts on Fred Calgill stuff. Some new stuff has come to light. We got to, Some new stuff has come uh, to light. We'll talk about that. We'll take more of your text as well. It's the Mike Rutherford Show here on 1450 and 96.1, The Big X. I like to call it a passion. I can be sitting relaxing. PG, we getting some traction. I'm at the venue, it's packed in. I'm digging her accent. I got a BB Simon belt on me, and she trying to get it on fast.
Hour number two here, Mike Rutherford Show, 1450 AM, 96.1 FM, The Big X. We're live here at Jim Patterson Stadium, again, getting ready for the third annual uh, The Homies Celebrity Kickball Tournament. It starts at 6 o'clock. Gates open at 5.30. The skies have cleared a little bit here. I think we're going to end up having a, a fantastic night after, you know, a couple of hours of, of steady rain here. But the good thing about having the beautiful turf field here at Jim Patterson, you don't need to have the tarp out there. You don't need to worry about wet dirt. It's going to dry out quickly. It is. We're not going to have any, you know, Eric Wood's not going to be slipping, running around first base. It's going to be fine. No injuries. We're going to be all good. It's going to be a great night. As Trevor uh, huffs cigarettes down here uh, in the hack. Hey, you got me outside. <laughs> um, I, I do worry about the, the wet turf, though, with, like, the ball bounce. Like how's that gonna how's that gonna affect like a uh, is it gonna put a little spin extra spin on the curveball? Could be. I mean, possibly. Are, I mean, is that gonna like? I mean, look, these guys are pros. I mean, are we gonna get like you know uh, you know Harris from Major League you know putting a little Vaseline on the ball? Could like, be. And if Mike Rutherford's looking at me too closely, I just wipe my nose on my finger, put a little, put a little, little extra inch on the curveball. The kickball's you, all about adjustments. You put snot on the ball. <laughs> Once they again, I, I know we talked about this a little bit yesterday, but we're very excited to have a new sponsor on board. First Bankers Trust, they've come aboard here. Um, invest in you, make the first choice in wealth management with First Bankers Trust. They got you covered not only with investment management, but also comprehensive financial planning, trust and estate services, and so, so much more. First Bankers Trust, they always put trust first. It's why you love them. It's why you know them. It's why you are going to invest with them. Find out more about First Bankers Trust by visiting their website. It's firstbankerstrust.com. Financial success starts with trust. Uh, big thanks to the, the, the guys over at First I Bankers Trust. trust. Uh, well, I, I wish you I could say the same. Me. No, but I trust First Bankers Trust. I do too. There you go. Uh, again, first. 502-414-1450 is the Thornton tax line. I, I wanted to talk real quickly. The, the topic that was kind of dominating um, – a local news person texted me after the show yesterday and was just like, Are you standing away from me because I have the cigarette? No, no I just need my computer up here on the phone. Oh, okay. <laughs> but also, yeah, I don't really like cigarette smoke blowing in my face either. It's not even in your face. Well, still, I don't it's like smoke. It's, I mean. Yeah. I'm an asthmatic with long COVID. What are you doing? Come on. <laughs> um, but yesterday after the show. That's what I had to do to get you away from me? Yes. I've done this for a long time. A news ago. person texted me and they're like, What did Al Snow think of the Fred Calgill stuff? I was like, Well, it didn't come up. I was like, But if Al was listening to the show before or after he came on, it definitely came up. But here's the. The problem for Fred, and there were a number of these when we were talking about the lawsuit yesterday when it first was making news. The problem with Fred now is video is out there. Like He had to have known that video of the, the play in question. I, mean, I remember seeing it on TV when it happened. I remember seeing it online when it happened. He, in this complaint, is alleging that, one, the sidelines were too packed for him to like be you know, taken care of, to have a reasonable caution. He also at one point claimed I think, that there was nobody next to him. And there's video of the play in question. There's one guy right next to him. There's nobody else around them. Like, they're right there in the end zone filming this, yeah, this no. play. It's just a – and, you know, one guy gets out of the way. Fred kind of stands there for a, a second too long, and he gets hit. It just – none of it just seems like a good look for Fred. And I don't know. I mean, the more – the longer this goes on, the more I see just – Fred, who had a, a – I want to say sterling reputation in the community, but he was a – he's been well-known since I was a little kid. Seems yes. to have a lot of respect around here. People think Louisville sports. They think Fred Calgill. And all I see is reaction from people who are like, dude – what are you doing? I mean, I just don't know if he didn't think this through. It sure feels I like I mean, it. somebody got in his ear and, you know, uh, just convinced him that this was supposedly a good idea. Because, yes, I was, yeah, you're right. I think, And I feel like we'd seen the video when it originally happened. Yeah. And it just kind of got, you know, forgotten about because that's what we do with things like, you know, goofy videos of people getting run over on the sideline. We forget about it until the next one happens. And until we do this happen. And I saw, I saw the video, and you're right. I mean, it's like. He's the complete opposite of everything First Bank is. There's nothing he said you can trust. Like he's, he's not a 
He's, he's not alone. First banker's got homeless in the show. Just like, yes. I knew we made the right call. I mean, yeah. Now they're going to sponsor our YouTube commercial break. Uh, Get the cameras up for yeah. Banker's Trust. I mean, yeah, there, there's like three people on the sideline, and, three, and two of them are with him. I mean, he's next to two other cameramen who, by the way, have the, you know, awareness to move out of the way when the guy comes running at them. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, it does not look good for for poor Fred Cowgill's both his argument and I mean without the video it didn't look good anyway. It did. And, I mean, and from I told just you, perspective, just just the, 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 everything everything about this just sounds wrong. I told you yesterday. I thought the big takeaway from all of this, whether Cowgill was successful in the lawsuit or not, was going to wind up being schools across Kentucky and certainly the Louisville area making media members sign waivers to get on the sidelines and it just being like a headache for these schools and their athletic departments and also the media members who are trying to go from game to game very quickly to get their highlights. And I saw our our friend Nick Coffey last night was saying there are already a number of schools he'd heard across the city and in the outlying counties that have said, we're banning media from the sidelines. Like you can't, you know, we we can't take the risk at at any point until we see how this all plays out. And I mean, how many people right now, how many people right now, both media and in athletic administration at local high schools are just so pissed about this. Because guys get hit every single year filming games. I mean, it's not, and it's not just the media. I mean, because I, I have a feeling like, because like, they'll just get, you know, in the stands. They'll still film it in some way or another, you know. It's just going to be crap shots. You know, people like can't tell, you know, they have choppers, so they don't have to worry about yeah, it. Yeah, we know. But, I mean, if anything, also I feel bad. I mean, I feel bad for the kids. It's who I feel the worst for. I mean, for. That's, I, I remember, I think it was my freshman year, uh, they had me, Mr. Dinch. Shout out to Mr. Dinch. He's at Jeffersonville now. Shout out to Mr. Dinch. Uh, let, me, let me give notes to cut school. Day, say, Mr. Dinch. Hang out in his office all day and watch movies. Um, like he had me go do like film a game and take down you know the VHS tape down. I think I want to say it was was Calgul, if I'm if I'm not mistaken. And they would have others you know kids do it and we filmed you know Wagner versus I think it was J Town or something. The running back had a cool bit you know on the sideline filming it yada yada. And, I just remember the running back coming through and like scoring touchdowns. As I was kind of standing in the end zone and looked at the camera and kind of gave a thumbs up, you know, wink or whatever. And, you know, it, it was a cool thing for them. And the highlights, sure. on, the highlights on, you know, it's cool. It was cool for me. It's a freshman, you know, kid went by in the ears, just kind of ha- excited to have something I filmed put on there, even if it, even if it wouldn't become what I was going to do later on. But it was cool for the kid too. I imagine. I mean, if, if I'm that kid, I mean, and I do know because I know the kid's name. Probably the highlight of his career. Oh, I mean, I, I mean, remember he, he was a decent player. Wagner's a running back. Don't get me wrong, but. I don't think he ever played college past, you know, Wagner. And he just played a few more years of Wagner. But, I mean, that had to be, you know, something. I mean, I'd be bragging about it. I For mean, sure. It probably got him to second base in the hallways of Wagner <laughs> the next day. I mean, I remember just like, we had a, that's all. That's all the goal is in high school, right, Jenna? I mean, I mean, we had a, I mean, I had friends who played football, you know, at various schools. I remember, like, them saying, like, when they made a big play, they were so excited to go home afterwards and, like, flip yeah. on Friday night flights or, and you I know, mean, wave three and make it. I mean, I just remember, like, we had very few. Obviously, we weren't on TV with baseball nearly as much, but there were a couple wow. of tournaments in where I remember, like, I scored, and, like, they had videos of me coming across home plate. And just, like, as a kid, as, like, a 16-, 17-, 18-year-old kid, like, who's probably not going to play big-time college whatever, not going to play in the pros, like, that's a – like, I still remember it happening. I, I mean, still remember how cool it was to I, watch. I guess with today, with, with – with this, the phones and YouTubes, and so it's old. different now for sure. I, I, mean, I guess it, it is different. You're right, but it's still it doesn't have the same it doesn't have the same sex appeals it does being on TV. Well, there's still an instantaneous feel there to is, it. Like it you is, go home yeah. and right away you're able to see that on TV. You, you know that people are watching across the city. Like it's. I mean, I still like if I'm at home on Friday night and awake and there's nothing going on, like I'll flip on the high school highlights just to see what's going on. And unfortunately, here's the problem. And I mentioned this. You know, you laughed when I made the reference of opening Pandora's box yesterday with this this case. Well, you called it a good Pandora's box. A good Pandora's box, exactly. Bad Pandora's box. 
No, evil Pandora. Um, it, even if, if Fred drops this, that's probably not going to stop other schools from still being weary of, of letting people come. Sure. I mean, because it's open now. I mean, now the threat is there. Uh, he can say, you know what, I'm sorry, I made a wrong decision. That's great, and that's fine. I don't think it's going to happen. But, but even if he did or he didn't, it didn't matter. And if he does, schools are still going to be like, sorry, we, we're, you're not allowed here. I mean, we're going to have to, you know, and if you do want to get here, and I'm sure, like, you know, your, your four major markets, your four major markets, but your four major stations, obviously, are going to be, you know, maybe giving a chance to sign a waiver. But I still, I mean, that's still going through. I saw because we asked it about the damages that he was trying bad. to seek yesterday, and you know the questions because he surely had all of his medical bills and his um, his rehab paid for. I watched comp. him on last night's news coverage. So, it, but his the, the lawsuit claims that he's seeking damages for not being able to do the job in the same capacity that he was able to do it before it happened, which he should be suing Father Time. <laughs> it's a fair, and also I saw a number of people in the comments. They were like, "Fred, he's been tweeting pictures of himself golfing the last few like weeks. Like, if, you, if you can golf, you can probably get out there and do the the sports information during." Yeah, and don't get me wrong, like I know ball. when Tri- like Fred came on the show to talk about the injury last uh, last August. It was right after it happened too. Yeah. It was right after it happened. I, it sounded like a hellacious recovery. It sounded like it was a I'm sure a, a very hard time for him, just being bedridden essentially for three four months and then not being able to to get around like he was beforehand. Like I understand that that's. It sucks, for lack of a better term, and you probably want some sort of damages. You want something to, you, know, you feel like you need to be mad at somebody. But this is, but this is also later. It's part like, of the deal. If he'd, if he'd done this lawsuit like in the first three or four months of this happening, then I, I get that. That's you know your anger let maybe getting the better of you. We're we're almost a, we're a year removed. Well, he's doing it because he's now it's bit, we're a year removed, and he's saying I can't do the job the way that I used to. Like if you do it three or four months in, like you're still in the middle of rehab, you still you, you technically could get back to 100. percent He's saying they've done all they can do with me in terms of rehabbing me, and I'm never going to be 100. percent I'm never going to be the same news director that I was before this because of this injury. Well, and first like, of all, that injury has no effect on you being a news director. No, but, Does that mean you can't go out on the hold field? On. But that, that can be true, but none of that means that Trinity High School is to blame for this. No, they're none of them. No, they're, 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 there's, they have zero blame in this. And and it's and this is just, uh, yeah. I, sorry, Brett, like I said, I'm only personally, I'm sure you're a nice guy, but this is a big, big and huge mistake you're making. I wonder if he... I wonder if he thought that the reaction was going to be like this, or if he thought that there was going to be like a little bit of it, but it wasn't going to be. Know. You'd think that you would. You know, just, has he never been on Facebook or Twitter? Being, he, I mean, he's been doing this a long time, and I know that the game has changed. I know that some, you know, older people aren't as media savvy, but you have to know what the reaction is going to be for some. Like one thing that has stayed true for all thirty years that he's been here is when people see a lawsuit that they feel like is frivolous, they're going to react negatively to it. And I don't know like, what part of it, even if there is some merit. I mean, you mentioned the McDonald's case yesterday that everybody always brings up. Like, that there wound up being merit. She won the case. Like, I don't think he's going to win this one. But even if the perception... But if she does that in 2020, <laughs> I mean, she may still win, but the public, uh, exactly. the public perception of her is going to be not 100% If you look at the, the basic details, and it's something that has happened to many people. I mean, you see somebody getting hit on the sidelines holding a camera pretty much every football game you watch regardless of what the level is and if you see somebody filing a lawsuit over that you have to know that a a large majority of your viewing public is going to kind of look at that and be like dude what are you doing or at least you should know that and i don't know if he did this isn't like the cameraman who sued dennis robin because he got kicked in the crotch 
who also, like, you could tell. Like, you could see the thought process going through his mind. He gets kicked, and he looks at him, he's like, what are you doing, man? And then he's like, okay, millions. He's like, oh. I mean, that, yeah, because he wasn't getting sued for Rodman running into him. He got right. sued because Rodman kick. kicked him. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's too different. Completely. If this was the case, if this poor kid in Trinidad, like, ran over Fred, and it kicked him in the head as he walked away, you know, then, then maybe we can talk. Yeah. But, I mean, that's, other than that, yeah, I just, I, I don't know how, I can't, I can't fathom it, actually. I, I can't. I don't even know if I use the word right. I don't care. I can't. I can't wrap my my head around the fact that he thought that this would be in any way not negative to him on social media. I it mean, listen, I, I, feels I, like a misstep. I'm an old man. I am not media savvy. I mean, and tech and social media savvy, but I'm smart enough to know because I have an account on both on both these platforms to know how people react. I mean, it doesn't take a genius to do it. They're not. It's not hard to read. Yeah, it shouldn't be at least. No, it's not. I mean. Texas says Thornton's text line five two two four one four fourteen fifty. Texas says as a fundraiser, should Trinity or Sanex come out with a bobble Fred that is just a whole lot of nah. His leg is a bobble instead of the head. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> Texas says Fred will get paid some now that it's in the court of public opinion. Any good lawyer can say a fair trial is impossible. Checks will be cut to make it go all all I, go away. I think they'll. I think I said this yesterday. I think they're going to settle anyway. You all might be right. Like I didn't think it was going to happen just because it seems like Trinity would have a pretty strong case. Well, even if you have a strong case for Trinity, you just the, the longer you go into to, to trial, the longer this is out in public, and you sure. have to deal with you don't want to hear about it. You, you don't, don't want to deal with it. it. Yeah. It's a distraction. But at the end of the day, if you feel, I mean, I, it probably comes down to the dollar amount. Like if Fred is seeking does, like. Right. Six figures, he's willing to settle for like five grand. Then, yeah, Trini might be like, sure, whatever. That's like one kid's tuition Whoa. for a day. Yeah. Uh, we'll be able to just pay that and you can go your own way. Um, but if it's. Whoever has the lowest GPA, you're going home now, yeah. thanks to Fred. One less kid in the, uh, the 2027 class uh, coming in here. Just like, like once a month, we'd get a new kid at Wagner from Trinity. Usually they were kicked out for like drugs or something. Always but, pills, yeah. But yeah, but. But in this case, I guess we'll get uh, we'll get one because of Fred. Why go. are you here? Did you get caught with some weed? The special nope. Fred Calgill got run over and won his lawsuit. <laughs> the Fred Calgill Wagner scholarship <laughs> is uh, is coming to town. Maybe I don't know. That's good. Oh man, send that kid to Seneca. <laughs> Texas says something about these live on location shows. Trevor gets extra chatty. Check his nose, y'all. You do. Check my nose. I mean, I think they're implying oh, drug use. Oh, no. I'm not doing the George Carl. You ever watch George Carl on Sunday Night Live? No. Watch how much he, he grinds his teeth through the entire show. Really? Oh, it's so obvious. <laughs> Texas nope, that's, not Trevor's, that's not Trevor's game. That, that's not my bag, baby. <laughs> Texas said, I never thought I'd see a local sports anchor suing a high school. Further proof we're living in a simulation. It's it, like that was the most shocking thing is like we've he can't be the first to do this, so I would think. It's the first locally. Well, locally, yeah. Right? I, would th- I think somewhere, somewhere. Someone probably has done this before. It's just, it's, it's more shocking that it's... Ridiculed for it like we correct were. me if I'm wrong. It's more shocking that it's Fred, right? It's the, the guy who's been around the longest, who's been maybe the most visible of any sports anchor in this community. If it were somebody who'd been here for like a year and like didn't have any direct ties to Louisville, then you might be like, oh, yeah, the new guy, he's trying to get, to get paid, he's Honestly, trying to get something. But the fact that it's Fred who's got all these relationships with all these schools and all these different... It just, it was a big surprise to me. Honestly... Just the fact that it's any any anchor of the four of the four made stations. I mean Taylor, Calgill, I mean I mean Lewis. I mean any of them. I would, do, I would be really surprised. I don't think they would. Like to me, this sounds like something like you know, an intern would do, or yeah. the cameraman maybe, or a new guy, or you know, maybe like a new guy that's just you know maybe not you just, you just don't know him because he's not on camera yet or something. But he's, yeah. you know, yeah, exactly. He's there like, holding the wire or something. Like that that I would get. And, and while I would still think it's kind of frivolous, and maybe you probably should do. It, then again, also, if that happened, you I mean, we'd probably talk about it, but not to this length. I think you're probably right. I, and it probably wouldn't it probably wouldn't have the backlash that, that Fred Calvin does. It probably wouldn't even come out publicly. It probably wouldn't even it probably goes under the radar 
we probably wouldn't even mention it. Unless, of course, it happened during the summer like this one did, which, which brings it to the forefront. Texas, I couldn't listen yesterday. Did Al Snow bring the head? <laughs> you and I were talking off air. Um, one of our favorite things about the interview was like how, because somebody asked the question, you know, like, did Al Snow like the gimmick? Does he still have any of the heads like yeah. in his office or like in his home? And he like he stays in character. Like he does not break. Like love he it. he did the whole thing where it was like I came up with the gimmick. Of course I love it. And you know they they're still in Connecticut. They get a little bit upset that I say no. It was so singular. Was he? He's like head. He kept saying no. He's, but he said they referring to head. Okay, because I thought he said she at one point as well. He's not, doesn't have a gender because he's like he's like they stay and he's like he's like they get a little bit did upset they? that okay, I go to Louisville. And I'm like I'm like oh they, I was like they hate Louisville. He's like well they don't hate Louisville. They're just upset that I've been spending so much time here. I'm so busy that I haven't spent so much time with them. Well, what about the rant? We're about the they're like they're they're mad at me for putting them through the baggage claim, and yeah. they're like I'm going to get cancer. Like you're not going to get cancer. You're styrofoam. Yeah, like you put me put me. Can I can I can I can I get the uh, can I get in the, the uh, a driver's seat? Can you get my own ticket? I'm not getting your own ticket. You don't get. A seat I belt. loved it. It was great. Uh, that was awesome. We've got some uh, now. The yellow is clearly much smaller. The yellow is this is supposed to be. You're going, you just this is what off me. It's supposed to be. A, hold on, hold on. a Mikasa official kickball is the yellow one. That's that. what I was told. Are we done? Are we off air? You. Am I still on air? Are you off air? I'm not hearing anything. So. Okay. Well, I can hear. I hear myself. I hear you. Okay. Good. You just keep talking. I guess. Keep talking. Yeah. The, I guess because I'm not hearing anything in my ear though. I believe this is. Doesn't feel. I don't know. If it, it feels like there needs to be more air in here a little bit. I don't know what the uh, if, what the air dimensions are for this official kickball. Is one a kids ball and one an adult? No. This is the this is an official kickball. This is the, this is how it's supposed to be. I was told that the yellow ball is the official ball. Yes, that's what that's the way it was in the rules. That I was told to the yellow ball is the official ball, but the loose city k- players will kick those too hard, so they're probably going to use the big red ball for their games or just when they're kicking. I'm not sure. I, I think maybe the whole thing's going to be red. This is we, we're on air by so the way. So you better so. not shut it down. Okay, okay we're on. So uh, this my umpiring job just got a whole lot harder. So we're using the yellow balls for non loose city games. And then the red ball when Lucidity's kicking. I don't know how I'm going to handle this. I don't know how I'm going to do it. It's a lot. There's a lot on my the plate right now. The red ball is the, should be the real one. This is a real kickball right here. It's not, according to the official kickball the rules. The official kickball rules are wrong. Well, I'm just telling That's you. That's way too small. Trevor, you haven't played since fifth grade. I mean, listen, like, I, the ball should look smaller to me because I've gotten bigger, you know, since I last played. But, no, this is I'm, – I'm, I'm, oh, What are you doing? Like this is like yeah, this was light. This is good. This is the ball right here. It's too big. No, that's official rules of kickball. Disagree. I am. I don't care if I'm playing. I think you were holding the microphone like this. This is cool. I got it now. Uh, <laughs> I don't care if I'm playing or not. This is, this is what we're using. All right, that's totally. Uh, why does it say official kickball right here? This one says official kickball too. I don't know. Okay, so who do we? The ball doesn't lie. The rule. Then we go to the rule book, which says the eight and a half yellow Mikasa ball is the official kickball. So if I paint the red one yellow, does it still count? No, because it's not the same size. <laughs> eight and a half. So Texas says so number seven Shebway in the sixth race at Churchill Downs. I'm sure that'll get bet down, even if it's not a good horse. It's gonna. Its odds are gonna be like two to one. Oh, there's gonna be at least. A hundred morons like me that bet on names only. I hate when I've got, <laughs> I mean, especially I around like big days of truck. I hate when I really like a horse that has like a, a kitsch name, like a, 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 like a name that you know is going to get bet down. Because I'm like, damn it! Like I actually like this horse. I could get it for seven to one, but because its name is like uh, Lucky John little, or something. Little Miss Churchill, like everybody around here is going to bet it down. Or like I'll have another was a classic example in the Derby. I'm like that horse is going to get bet way down because everyone's like, I'll have another. Like that's my horse. I'm drinking at the track. Sure, and it ended up winning. I was like, damn it. Cow's gal. 
Something like that. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, I've still got some money on my, my Twin Spires account I need to probably use. Texture says, how can Calgill even sue? This was a workers' comp injury. Kentucky has preset awards for workers' comp. Again, I, I think the, the base of the lawsuit is he's saying he's losing money because he's not able to do as much work or work in the same way that he would have been had this injury not taken place right now. Well, that would be that can be easily be proved by just talking to his bosses, right? I mean, <laughs> I don't have an answer for you. I just, yeah, this this whole lot, I just read, buddy. Texture <laughs> says, um, I believe it was Teddy and Eli who committed on the same day. They were committed to Miami, but they decommitted it when they fired Ryan Shan- Randy Shannon, and then Clint Hurt joined the U of L staff. I think that's right. The, the only reason I was curious about that was because I knew that I know it's. I mean, who doesn't kind of know the story that they're you know they grew up together, they're best friends, like yada yada yada. So, I mean, that's why I was curious if they did commit together or if one was before the other. Yeah, I think that's uh, they were right in line. But I could see us getting Eli and, and, and him still being committed to Miami at that point. That's the reason I yeah. kind of thought that. Texas, assuming no major injuries to Cunningham, how many wins are needed for the Louisville fans to actively want to bring Sat and his recruiting class back instead of bringing Brom home at the end of the season? Seven should be good. Eight will give you very little minority uh, complaints. I think seven does it. I think seven, everybody's on the same page, or most people are on the same page. I think, I think six people say, I'm not happy about this, but we have to at least chance it for the sake of the recruiting class. Percentage of, okay, if you get six wins, I'm saying you're almost 50-50 fan base down the middle. I think you're wrong. I, I think it's going to be more like 75-25. See, I think if he goes seven, I'm thinking that's 75-25 for me. I think that Eight you, wins, I think you're looking at 95-95. Just based on what I see on socials and on my website, I think most people, like you're seeing more and more people now who are like, if they go five and seven, you still got to keep them just because of these recruiting classes. And I'm going to take your word for this because you, think you've you said see more it, interaction with the website. I, I think you've said this before, and it's a good point. I think the combination of wins also yeah, oh yeah. plays a huge part in this as the large plane goes over here. If you, if it's seven and five, but you end the season with like back-to-back wins over NC State and Kentucky, and then you look good in your bowl game, and you go eight and five. Then I think everybody's like, "Hell yeah, let's go!" I don't care about the bowl game. If you go seven and five, win but, those last but two. again, we're talking like the average fan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know it's hard for you to take yourself out of the equation, but the, I mean, the average the, fan. The bowl game will be nice, but I, I could. Really I know, again, I know you don't care, but the average fan does. Um, they will say, "Cool, like eight and five, he's got it." If you go six and six, but you beat Kentucky at the end of the season, and it's a good Kentucky team like we think, I think then people are going to be like, eh, it's not what we wanted, but look at how we finished the season. Let's roll. If you go six and six, but it's like last year, and you lose those last three games, like Clemson beat you handily, NC State beat you handily, and Kentucky beat you handily, and then you have another Air Force-type bowl game, then I think all of a sudden you're screwed. I I think people are like, I guess we have to keep him, but I'm not happy about it. Well, I mean, if you also go seven and five, but you lose to Kentucky, maybe not in a blowout, then the bowl game does matter because if, if you go to a bowl game, maybe you blow out a you know a lower level Big Ten school or something, depending on what bowl game you're in, then then that, that obviously makes a difference. Bowl games always only bowl matter in hindsight. Like nobody gets excited for them anymore I when mean, they have a game like the Air Force one last year. But, like, but after the fact, people will react to the result and they'll use it to either support or defend their argument. I mean, if you but if we'd blown out Air Force, it would have made it, it would have been a lot nicer than. than Exactly, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, nobody cared about that game leading up to it. It was like, eh, we lost the U.K. again. Like, who really cares about this beat, game? But if you beat But UK, the stat detractors got more ammo because Air Force, who had thrown five passes yeah. in the two games before, threw all over them. And it was like, what? this guy sucks. Brian Brown sucks. What are we doing? But if that, like, hadn't happened, then I, I still think you would have some people who are like, look at what we did against Air Force. But nobody actually cares leading up to the game. I mean, you beat Kentucky and get blown out by Air Force the same way no one cares about the Air Force game. Yeah. They still just care about the Kentucky game. I think you're probably right. Texas says uh, six wins mean, will mean a lot less if we look like an FCS team against UK. I think that's like he, the game has to at least I like be close. How this year. doesn't even want to like beat him. He just like look like. I mean, 
that's the like baby steps here. Like we're what about bobbers? Like let's not worry about getting within fifty. Let's not worry about like covering a spread. Let's just look relevant like we belong. Well, I mean, after the last three years, it I'm, feels like I'm not that's, argue- that's got to be the first step. I'm sadly not arguing the texter. That's the problem. It's become a deal where it's not like he needs to beat UK. He needs. We need to get back to beating these guys. It's like he needs to show us that eventually we can get back to beating UK. He's got to keep this thing within you know three touchdowns this year because that hasn't happened in either of his first two attempts. Now the first the first year we played him, we we were in it at halftime, right? What? Weren't we in it at halftime the first year? We scored a late touchdown. We had that late to make like thirteen seven for the half. Yeah, I think it, it, it. Or I think we made it like twenty thirteen, and then they came out and scored. Oh, it was never close. That very that. quickly yeah, yeah. in the second. I mean, yeah, was it? Uh, that was the game where what's his name, the quarterback who wasn't a quarterback, just did whatever he wanted to. Who's the dude who punched the guy from Virginia Tech before the bowl game? Oh. Got drafted by the Steelers. Name is just totally escaping. No, no, no not, not no, Benny no, Snell. Uh, no, no, but it's Snell's one got kicked out of the game for uh, touching a ref getting up. Um, who was the one that punched him? Uh, I figured you would have at least known. I'm, uh, I, I should know, and I'm drawing a blank on it now. Anyway, he was really good. I'm completely. I'm, I'm outside. It's the long COVID. Just playing on the long COVID. It was he a linebacker? No, he was a wide receiver slash running back. Uh, who played quarterback that year. Randall Cobb? <laughs> How do you? Good lord! I mean, I'm embarrassed by myself. I thought you would at least pick me up on something like this. This is a is an easy question. I know it is, and I'm going to hate myself when you say the name because I remember I remember making fun of it when it happened. Again, Mike, I don't have the computer out here. So. Drafted, who drafted him? The Steelers, I think, drafted him. Somebody help us on the text line. I'm now it's, it's driving me crazy. 2026. <laughs> Nick Nick Roush. You can't remember Lynn Bowden? Lynn what is Bowden. wrong with God, you? Thank you. I know. I, <laughs> I expect you to forget this, those things. I expect myself to be uh, Lynn Bowden. I, Lynn Bowden, yes. Who, by the way, wasn't Do whatever he wanted to against us. He was drafted by the Raiders and traded to the Dolphins. I think that's why I forgot the name. I think I just repressed it after that he, game. I think he's still with the Dolphins. He might have got released. I don't know. I don't think he was. I know he's not doing much. Yeah, no. The, 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 most thing, the most he's done since leaving UK is uh, getting arrested at a flop house where his grandma lived. Texas says uh, Sack can go four and eight if you beat two K. I don't know if that's right. You can go four and eight if you beat two K. I don't know if that's right. First of all, if I don't he's think three and eight, be- if he's three and eight going to that UK game, he may not be here. I don't think we're going to beat UK if we're three and eight going into that game. <laughs> I don't think it's possible. Now, because if we're three and eight at that point, that means we're probably without without Cunningham more likely. You can tell the streams a little bit later because now the Lynn Bowden answers are just flying in, <laughs> which I, I appreciate, but. Thank you for listening. We've got it. Telling us how Thank you, people who are, are going to hear this a minute and a half later. Uh, we love you. Texas, Jesus, how did we lose to that Air Force team? Well, do you need me I mean, to explain it? They, they won nine games, didn't they? <sighs> did they? They weren't that. I know they weren't that good. But they could have won nine games. I don't know. With them throw all over us. Texas, I always love when TK says that rules are wrong. I would love to see the dash cam of him at traffic stops. I don't care <laughs> if that sign says stop. <laughs> Isn't that more of a suggestion than a, than a rule? <laughs> Only in your eyes. Only in your eyes. All right, let's take a break. Uh, we'll, when we come back, uh, more on this. I've got a couple other football thoughts to get to. We've got a, uh, another football recruiting item to get to outside of the recruiter committed last night. Again, we're live at Jim Patterson Stadium getting ready for the Ooh. home's third annual celebrity kickball tournament. Doors are going to open here in about an hour. We'll be right back here on 1450 and 961. All these discussions over who can see us. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah.
right, welcome back in. It's the Wednesday edition of the Mike Rutherford Show. Once again, live from Jim Patterson Stadium, getting ready for the Homies' third annual celebrity kickball tournament. If you haven't heard yet, oh, gates are going to open at 5.30. First game is going to start at 6. Four different teams going at it, including a team full of uh, L athletes. We've got uh, the lineup here. Again, it's loaded. We've got Ryan McMahon. We've got uh, Peyton Siva. We've got... No, he's going long on all of his kicks. Of course. We've got Dion Branch. We've got Eric Wood. We've got Harry Douglas. Uh, we, the list goes on and on. Steve Van Treese, Luke Hancock, uh, Nolan Smith, current UofL assistant now is going to play in the game. Uh, it should be a lot of fun. Uh, and, of course, right. Jack Harlow himself, who we keep playing on these uh, these intros and outros, is going yep. to be in the building. And, and uh, I've got his, the, all the clean versions, thankfully. Uh, and listen to him to make sure they work clean. Uh, I guess okay. Since I'm since I'm officially coaching the Louisville team, I got to set a lineup, right? You are not officially coaching. Okay, any so team. since I'm officially coaching the Louisville team, uh, well, again, well, so it's remind me, correct me if I'm wrong. Lead off, we're going to go Peyton Siva. Do you know how many p- people are supposed to be in the field in a kickball game? Nine. Ten. Does that include the pitcher? You're, you're now out. You're out. You're out of coaching. Well, I'm, I'm talking about making a, ba- a starting li- like a, 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 a hit batting lineup, not a, not an outfield. I haven't Ten. done that yet. Ten. Ten. Okay, so so Steve is leading off. Uh, second will be Ryan McMahon. Third will be Eric Wood. You don't even have the full roster. You're fourth would be. Uh, have I, I said somebody wrong yet? No. Okay, so so hush. Uh, fourth would be. <laughs> fourth would. Be <laughs> <laughs> now, you know, see, now you're delaying. No, no, now you, I'm just thinking about you telling you to hush. And you're thinking, I'm going to punch this dude in a second. Uh, fourth will be uh, S- SVT. Okay. Because you got to do leadoff. You get, you get the big bats three, four, and uh, five will be. Ooh. What are the big guys to have with football players to have? I'm not telling you. You're supposed to know. This is your team. Uh, you're going to get to the mic anyway. Okay, I, sw- I switch back. When Harry Douglas at three, Wood at four, and SVT at five. Okay. We're going to have Joey, uh, Joey Biden's going to come on the show anyway. I'm looking for any excuse to take Trevor's mic away from him, so now we've got a perfect one. Joey Wagner, the man himself, uh, party planning connoisseur over here. He's here in the building getting ready for the third annual Homies uh, Celebrity Kickball Tournament. How excited are you for this thing, man? It looks like we, we finally got good weather now after know, a couple man, of hours been, of uh, diciness. Between paying attention to the radar day, you know, texting Weinberg, just trying to get that. Uh, Weinberg always knows. That VIP knows. forecast. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's perfect out here right now. Hopefully we can bottle this up for the next four hours. It's looking good, and we got gates opening up in here, I guess, less than an hour now, 530. Still tickets. Can people buy tickets yeah, here yeah, at the yeah. gate? Yeah, tickets are anywhere between 15 and $25. Um, 100% is going to Amped of Louisville and Norton Children's Hospital. So uh, we're over 2,000 right now, man. So it should <sighs> be a good night tonight. Love it. And this is the, the, the third year they've done this. But this feels to me like it's the biggest biggest one. We're at Jim Patterson now. It's really blowing up. It feels like the sky's the limit for this thing moving forward. Yeah, you know, the guys approached me, I don't know, probably six months ago and said, hey, we really want to help take this thing to the next level. Can you help us? And I was like, yeah. And we started talking about venues and said, well, how big you guys want to make this? And we started talking about all the different venues around the city. And I said, well, what about UofL's baseball stadium? And they were like, hell yeah. So I called Lottie right away and said, hey, we want to do this kickball event with the homies and Jack and Team Louisville, Team Kentucky. And she was like, I love it. So connected everybody with them over UofL, and now we're here. I know I've seen just looking at the rosters. We got Rick Heber coaching the Planet Fitness team. Yeah. We got a coach for the UK team. Yeah. Are you helping this coach of the U of L team? There, there's no U of L team. There's no, no coach. I, 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 I might help out a little bit. I think Master P might slide in there a little oh. bit. Oh. Nice kids on the team. So, um, no, it's going to be fun tonight, man. I think that, um, you know, for us to be able to give back to the community and continue to do cool things like this, it's just something outside the box, right? It's not your traditional charity event. It's not you know, your traditional sporting event. I mean, it's kickball, man. You know, it's your old school when you were a kid. You used to have fun playing kickball, and now we're. Making an adult fun kickball. So, yeah, it's cool. Now, you were a guy who played baseball in college. You were an athlete growing oh, up. Look at oh, that boy. fan. Holy oh, moly. Fan. Fans really, we set up in the wrong place here. 
Did you play kickball growing up? Yeah, I did, man. I mean, obviously, you know, there wasn't like leagues like they are right. now. It's so crazy how big these sports are. But um, yeah, I love playing kickball. We played it in school and, you know, obviously we played it in our neighborhood and stuff like that. So it's a lot of fun. I'm excited to see who are these guys because, you know, you've got a lot of big time athletes out here. I want to see the ones, people are like, well, who's going to be the best at kickball? I'm like, I want to see the ones who absolutely suck. Like, who just can't put two and two together? Like, you know, like, fantastic, like Harry Douglas, like, all pro. What if he just can't kick? Who knows? Uh, I don't know. And then you got the Lou City and the, the Racing Lou players who are here. We know they're going to be able to kick. Can yeah. they field? Can they get anybody out? That is true. Can they use their now, hands? Offensively, they've got to be the favorite. You've heavy got, favorite. Now they've because I'm I'm umpiring these games and I'm already at a little bit of a my job is a little bit harder than I thought it was going to be because they're saying it's unfair for them to use the standard yellow ball, the smaller ball, because okay. they're going to just kick the crap out of it. Like they're they're going onto the, the railroad. <laughs> they might go off here. the uh, the batter's eye. That's what they're filled. saying. So they're saying when loose city kicks. They're going to kick the bigger red ball because, one, it's tougher for them to kick and also easier for the other teams to catch. So I'm going to have to keep track of this. It's already, it's so already more work. for different teams. Okay. I'm a little mad at Drew now because it's, it's more work than I thought I was going to have coming into this thing. But we're going to have to figure it out. No, this is cool, man. I mean, it's exciting. We appreciate all your help, man, and you guys helping us out with this. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be good, dude. We're excited about it. What, what, uh, what does the Jay Wagner Foundation have going on right now these days? What, what do we have to look forward to? Man, we're busy. I mean, obviously, you know, now that events are back with COVID, you know, I mean, we've got Pink Prom coming up. We've got Breeders' Cup coming up in Lexington. We've got New Year's Eve. Um, we're doing a ton of activations for Beam out at Louder Life and Bourbon and Beyond. So um, it's just cool to see the events ramping back up, which I'm super excited about. And, um, you know, for us, I mean, we're already working on Derby you know yeah. what I mean, for 2023. And um, so we just have to constantly stay on top of that now that the events are back and, and constantly figuring out how we can continue to make them grow and how we can make them bigger. And then it's cool to see all the clients that stopped doing events, you know, during COVID. You know, they're actually coming back now, wanting to do more events, and they're calling us. So that's that's been a good thing, man. Yeah, but just staying busy with the agency, growing, um, you know, hiring people, man, and trying to hire the right, hire the right people, put together the great teams. And you're only as good as your team. You know that, Mike. So yeah. trying to keep putting together these good teams so we can keep, uh, keep killing it. What's the best way for people who, you know, obviously know who you are, keep up with all the events that you're doing? I know you're on social media. Give the give a little shout-out for yourself. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, social media, Joey Wagner on Instagram, Joey J. Wagner on Twitter, um, J. Wagner Group, they can find us all over, man, and keep up to date on all of our events and go to the website, jwagnergroup.com, join the mailing list, and stay up to, up to date with everything. But we're pretty good on social, man. We pretty much stay everything updated with all the things we've got going on. And, um, you know, we're going to continue to give back, man. That's, that's something that's uh, deep in my heart here in Louisville is, Still continue on how we continue to get back to the city and make the city amazing and you know and keep doing cool things like that to do those type of things so yeah man rocking and rolling joy wagner once referred to as the prince of parties uh, still <laughs> keeping the mantra here still keeping the mantra alive happy to have you out here man always good to talk to you dude. appreciate it man thank you all right well we get trevor back on the mic now itching to get back on the mic as always no, actually i'm not i, I want to have another burger he can come back and talk did you, to did you just eat during the burger yeah, I went down there. I grabbed the burger from Dano. We weren't talking that long. I, I, I mean, maybe do another segment with them. Cause <laughs> I'm not going to lie. That was one damn good burger. They got all the... Uh, I mean, they've got that like, Dano seasoning on it. Dano's playing tonight. He's playing on the, the Planet Fitness team. I mean, that seasoning, like, I'm picking some of that up. Well, it's it's you can find it everywhere. I know Eric Wood's sponsoring it. we got to get Dano's on. I know we tried to talk to Dano's a little bit ago. I don't know how that's going. I think they're still... Still debating whether or not to hop on board with the, the flood of other sponsors we have these days. I went down there and got a burger, and, and, and Patrick goes with me and goes, you're not going to get a plate? And I'm like, what do you need a plate for? Like, what, do you think, what do you think my hands are? No plates They're necessary. They're God's plates. No. <laughs> I mean, it's what do you think my hands are? They're God's plates. I mean, I got that burger down. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'll be honest with you. Next break, I'm going to send Patrick the intern down there to get me another burger. Is Patrick <laughs> officially an intern now? 
He is if he gets me a burger. That's all that matters. <laughs> that's, all, that's all he needs to do. Uh, we, yeah, we're live here again at Jim Patterson Stadium. We've got Dano seasoning here. We've got uh, hey, Tequila 512 here. Don't interrupt you. Jim, yeah. on the other end, can that, is that fan being too loud on us? Yeah, we, uh, okay, no. he says yeah. No, you sound fine. No, no, no. no. Good, okay. I think when the, the big red one initially kicked on, the text line says it sounded like somebody just died. Yeah. That was very loud for a, for a second, but I think now this fan is good. Yeah. And we need the fans. You know, we do. I'm over here. I'm getting a little sweaty. Like, I'm wet for a different reason now. Okay, well. Yeah. Don't say that. What? Yeah. That's too much. That's okay. <laughs> you people are the most filthy-minded, I swear. It's okay. How I deal with working with you people, I don't understand. It's fine. Uh, so, so we've got uh, Tequila 512 is here. Dano Seasoning is here. And as Joey said, Amped is, is one of the, the, the places where this money is going to go to. Jenna's like in a daze over here. Are you okay, Jenna? Yeah, she's fine. She's, know, a good she's time. kind of blessed in her own little world over there. Jen, see, we're supporting the Louisville team. Jenna's got her Loose City shirt on. She's kind of supporting the Planet Fitness team. I feel like she, well, she's got the end now. She's got the Sean Tosh. Uh, tie-in, she feels pot committed to the, the Planet Fitness you, team. You want to know how big of a Loose City supporter I am? Yes. Not to, you know, to, to like go to the games, but uh, like when they won the championship. Which time? I, the, the first and second, I guess. Okay. For each time, yeah. I, each time I bought championship shirts, regardless knowing the 2X would not fit me. I've not seen you wear those, I was going to say. I can't, I can't wear them, they're too, they're too tight for me, but yet I still wanted to support the team, so I bought a couple shirts each time, and I bought like a, I think like a, uh, one of the flags. That's awful big well. of you. So, yeah, I mean, well, if the shirt was bigger, I'd wear it, but um, it's too bad. I'm too big for me. That's why I can't wear the shirt. It's 2X. That's the one to buy. You know, if they win a championship game this year, I'll buy them their shirt. <laughs> I mean, between fans, trains, and, and planes, I mean, it's like, yeah, it's like, good Lord. It's the great Sean Moth call from a few weeks ago, and I was, like, <laughs> listening after we had him on the show that day, and he's like, He's like, we've got a plane running to UPS going from our east to our west. We've got a, a train going across the tracks in, field, in center field. All we need now is an automobile. I'm like, Sean, damn it, just nailed yeah, it. Yeah, you know, you knew, you knew, thought of me too. He's moving that thing, and it just is right on me now. And oh, God, that feels good. Well, he's turning it right for you now. I know. I wanted to. Uh, I'm getting a little bit of residue from it. It's okay. A little bit of what? Residue from the it. residue. <laughs> <laughs> is that not the right term? Yeah, I think you're fine. Texture <laughs> says, Texture says some salads, Trevor, would probably help you get on those shirts. We need a lot more than one salad. To he's get not going to do shirt. it though. Hey, I bought the shirt. Isn't that, I mean, come on. I mean, I've done my job. Texture says, I, I'm assuming this is a KRC text. Again, 502-414-1450, the Thornton sex line. Just says, Doster is a massive loser. I don't know what Doster would. What, what. Well, you know, you know TJ and Doster have a beef, right? I did not know this. Yeah, they have a beef. I assumed you like, came on the show or something because they were friends. Did, well, eh, I guess they're buddy. I mean, me and Doster's are buddy. I mean, I still talk to Rob every I know now Goodman and... Uh, uh, Roush had a little bit of a tiff in weeks past. My buddy H just texted me, if you really want to support the team, you paint your face. Go Devils. Uh, nice. <laughs> nice, yeah, nice. 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 Cool. Uh, last night, well, I probably went to bed, I watched the Jimmy. I um, love the Jimmy. The Jimmy's, 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 got a, Jimmy's got a compound fracture. <laughs> so good. Um, crap. Oh, yeah. So, so yeah, so me, uh, Doster, I, I met Doster when he was still doing the uh, blog with uh, Troy. Uh, Bond is a habit. Bond is a habit. I, got, I, met, I met him, had him on, uh, him and Troy both on. And of course, Troy got too big to come on because you know it's, it's Troy. And then, but Rob would still come on even when he was doing his thing. And I still talked to him on occasion. He even sent his uh, son a championship eagle shirt when we won. And uh, so he came on one time with with TJ, and it all stemmed from an article he had written that that rated like the best backcourts in college basketball that year, and he had Creighton above Kentucky. Oh. And this was the year Creighton had the two transfers. They had the Kansas State kid, and then I can't remember who the other one was. 
And, of course, Kentucky had, like, Tyler Ulysses and somebody else. And in hindsight, obviously, I guess Kentucky kind of won the argument, but it's hard to judge because the Kansas, the Creighton kids, like, one got kicked off the team after, like, two weeks for drugs, and the other one towards ACL, towards ACL yeah. was out for the year. So I can't remember their names to save my life. Um, so there was really kind of no, like, answer to it. But they got this, just, I mean, heated argument to the point where Doster's phone dropped in the middle of it. Oh. <laughs> and, uh TJ wasn't happy about it. Rob wasn't happy. I, I, I think we need to get an olive branch between the two, but yeah. Uh, so that, that, I think that's where that stems from the most. Have, the, the few between Karras. He's never been back on Karras since. Have you ever been hung up on in an interview besides that? Uh, in your radio days? On purpose? It's happened twice since when I've been on the air. I don't think I have been. It happened the first time. I actually was not doing the show with John, but Joe Giglio um, got from, from North Carolina, covers NC State for a long time. He hung up on John because John kept referring to him as Joe Gigolo. It was a joke. He's like, you ever hear that a lot? I'm like, I'm sure this guy's heard it in his entire life. I mean, he actually ended up – he came back on the show a couple of times later, and he apologized. Like, I was just having a bad day. And then Bobby Petrino hung up on us. No, that, somehow that doesn't surprise me. During the 2018 season, he well, – uh, okay. <laughs> Everybody – he hung up on everybody that year. There was a we – were, <laughs> we were doing a live show at um, oh, some – I can't remember the name of the bar slash restaurant in Dixie Highway we were doing it at. But we were down there, and we were doing – it was after – it was like two weeks after the Florida State game. And, like, John, John had asked some question. It was a totally fair question. John asked a question about, you know, since Florida State, it seems like the team has kind of lost its swagger a little bit. Like, you know, what do you do to get that back? And Pacino was like, well, I don't know if they've lost their swagger. I think we're still going out there. And then, like, we were like – John was, like, talking about – and, like, we should, like, dial tone. And then he gets a message from Andy, who was the big guy that was, like, Basically, if you got blocked by Bobby Pacino on Twitter, Andy Wagner was the one who gotcha, blocked you. Gotcha, gotcha. He was like his right hand man. He just sends. Remember, John had like helped them get the the Muhammad Ali turnover gloves and like touchdown belt and whatever that year. He's like, let us know when you want to pick up the belt and gloves. And I was like, oh my god, like get over it. Like like it was ridiculous. The whole this thing was. A, this was right after the FSU game. It was like it was like a week after they'd been they'd had the the crap beaten out of them by somebody else after the FSU game. Because the FSU game was the the death blow to this team. That was it. And like, I think that, that I, I honestly feel if that team doesn't blow that lead and holds on the game. Yeah, I, I don't want to say Petrino's still with the team after the, after 2018, but I, I I will put dollars to donuts and everything on the line because that team does not go two and ten and have the way it is. And I think you're right. I, I think that, that's why the question was valid. They had played at least one game since then, and they looked like they just kind of had quit. Oh, they did. And so John was like, "What can you do to get them like back to looking like they were going into that Florida State game?" And Bobby didn't like it, and he hung up on us, and it was. And that's why I'm going to blame my, my cousin Olivia for having her wedding on that game. That's, it's clearly Olivia's fault. Yeah, I mean, it's, I mean, Olivia, and they, I mean, they, they had a, the, he's a UK guy on top of it, so, I mean, that didn't help. I mean, that game, I mean, watching them come back and wearing that stupid Hello Kitty back turnover backpack that's six sizes too small, and, oh, man, I just, I think, honestly, I, I, that, 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 that put fuel into the fire of, of what should be an FSU robber to me. There you go. Texas, apparently the fan is loud on the broadcast, but what are we going to do? Texas. Stands. Well, here's the thing, Texas. I am, I, I'm 400 pounds and sweating my you-know-what off, okay? <laughs> Texas, the sounds are all great today. Planes, fans, and bumper music sounding like low-budget car trunk speaker system. We're all good in the hood around here today. All good in the hood. Texas, I haven't heard much from Jenna today. Guess she's in the parking lot waiting for Jack. No, she's sitting right here. <laughs> we, just don't, we only have two mics when we're on remote. <laughs> Jenna, are you going to hit on Jack Harlow if you see him? Ooh. That that doesn't we matter. Well, that. You, still, you didn't answer the question. <laughs> okay. Texas says, with all the surrounding uh, sounds, I'm surprised TK didn't start quoting WKRP Turkey Drop. Well, it's not that's Thanksgiving. Texas God is my witness. I thought they could fly. 
Tell you this, y'all are sounding like you're broadcasting from outside the left wing of a Delta flight, 10,000 feet in the air right now. Well, that'd be a cool broadcast. We can only control what we control, control, folks. It would be. It just reminds me too, like we had hyped, we had like the first interview with Jurich after he'd been fired, and this was like a big deal. He's talking publicly for the first time, and it sounded like he was doing it from like the portal to Hoth. Like it was just like. He was actually like on an airport strip. Like, it was just like this with airport, like ten times loud. You couldn't hear right anything he said. Now, yeah. And like John was gone. John was off that day, so it was just me doing it. And it was it was awful. Like you couldn't hear anything he was saying. He was like going in and out. And like I'm trying the best I can, but I'm like this is. I know a lot of people are listening to this, and there's nothing I can do. Sometimes it just happens. Yeah, what are you gonna just do? Gotta deal with it. So Kinder, this, are you okay? You look angry. She's fine. Sounded angry. I'm sorry. Well, now, now she sounds angry. <laughs> now she's like angry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say there. I mean, I just got yelled at. I'm sorry. <laughs> Texas Trevor seems grouchy. Did he not have lunch? Well, now he feels good. Now he had I'm a burger. Now, yeah, I had the burger now. I'm that good. was a pre-burger text. Now I'm just scared of Jenna. <laughs> to be honest with you, I mean, I want to go get a burger again though. Texas says, "What? Do, Texas says, Mike, would you go over wager the over on five and a half wins this year? Yes." With Louisville, I would. I would take it just because of just the optimism anyway. But you know what? Step aside from from being a homer, homie, or a UofL fan or whatever. Like, looking at this team, regardless what the schedule says, how hard it is, this you should look at it as an outside gambler and say this is that's a smarter bet. Over? I think yeah. so, too. Yeah. I feel like I've seen, and I've seen more people. I know my guy, uh, Bud Elliott, who I used to work with at SBN, used to run Tomahawk Nation and would do recruiting yeah. stuff. Now he does recruiting stuff for Scout. They do a podcast for it's betting. He does betting now. They do a podcast for every league previewing and like saying like the best betting options. And in his podcast, he said Louisville over five and a half wins. I think he actually said over six wins is the best bet in the entire ACC. Um, and I, I mean, I, I get it. like they should. When you look at last year and you say, well, they already won six games last year. If the bet was five and a half last year, they went over. And they should have like reasonably. They were in four of the other games that they played. Oh, they sure as hell didn't lose any impact If you say players. the law of averages said they probably should have won at least one, maybe two more of those just based on, hey, a player or two here or there, then I think you look at this year's team and schedule that what they bring back and you say, yeah, they should go at least 6-6. Six and six. They should go maybe 7-5. and five. I mean, If I lived in Boise and I was a gambler and I was looking at teams of, of bets doing over, uh, that would definitely be one that would intrigue me and I would probably take the over on it. Now, I also saw that the I think the same podcast said the most popular bet in the SEC was UK under eight wins. What do you think about that? Probably if you're if you're having to take it, it's probably the safer of the two bets. You think under eight? I mean, who do you got? You've got I bet they go eight and four. Is my I guess. Mean, off the top of my head, their schedule. I mean, I know you got your two cupcakes in Louisville. You can consider a cupcake, I guess. So that's three. I mean, where's your other five wins? I mean, they play at at, at Miss at Ole Miss, which is not going to be easy. They play at Tennessee, who's already beaten them last year. If they go five hundred in the SEC, they get they they go eight and four. If you assume that they're going to take care of business in non-con. I mean, that's a push, though, so. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I think a lot of people are just assuming that Kentucky is going to revert to the norm, I mean, which is a program that doesn't typically win 9-10 games. They lost to Mississippi State last year, so they're supposed to beat them this year. I mean, it's and it's not a knock on Kentucky. They're trying to act like they suck or anything. It's just. Historically. They, play, like, uh, they, you know, they also play, just, they, despite what the, the uh, analytics might say, they play a tougher schedule than we do. Texas says you guys are in a portal right now. Sorry. The transfer portal. Texas slowly back away from Jenna TK. <laughs> Texas, is there alcohol at the game? I actually don't know. I would oh, there's got so? Yeah, there's Yeah, there's a tequila. Well, Tequila 512 is one of the sponsors. So yeah, and I'm they're, assuming right, they're, they're setting up right behind us. But I don't think this is an area where, like, if you pay a general admission ticket, you can access. 
Like this is where like the, the players and celebrities are hanging out. Also, only we're allowed to get drunk. I think so, but I, I would assume that there's going to be beer sold inside the one of the concourses. I would think, yeah. Yeah, we'll see. So that's a that's a maybe for me. You think after all these years of fielding this question, because every time Louisville plays any sort of road game, I get a 15 emails, like 250 tweets, like they can sell alcohol this game, they can sell beer this game, and I'm like. Maybe. I guess the popular question of dealing with alcohol is how tired are they on security in terms of patting people down? <laughs> Good question. Good question. I mean, we'll, the follow-up question to it. We'll find out. Texas Mike, your audio is decent, but Trevor's is really bad. Well, Trevor, you got to hold the mic up a little bit closer, I think. Why don't we hold it too there close? There I mean, go. that's, that's yeah. good. I hate holding it too close. You can't, I think you're... I feel weird. You kind of like... I know, but you like... You turn and twist from the mic all the time. So it's just like... You do that constantly. When you go in the main room, too, you do that. <laughs> and I think that's where that's why your voice fluctuates a little bit. Talking okay. To, yeah, talking to the mic. You well, ever done this before? Well, the problem is, is that I don't want to get too close to it because then I don't want the wheezing coming over it. Well, just pull it away when you're done talking, which I know is a rarity. But, but yeah, I don't know when that's going to happen. I even I know when I'm going to talk. Yeah. Sometimes it's just I just blurt stuff out. Well, if we are aware. Sometimes I'm zoning it. Sometimes I'm aware of me saying it. Sometimes I'm not. I don't know. Texas, could Louisville hire Steve Clarkson as an associate AD? Well, we already have like 25 of them, so yeah, sure. I mean, he's going to be our Adidas sponsor anyway. <laughs> I mean, Liaison. We're just creating titles for guys anyway. Does he work for Adidas officially? Yeah. Yeah. Why not make him like official liaison to Adidas? Yeah, he's our official rep. But in a hybrid role. <laughs> he's technically an Adidas employee, but he also works for us. Yeah, well, you can, you can, moon, you can moonlight. The Mill Wagner thing. Texas UK fans, quote, UofL uses NIL, those cheaters. Also, DJ Wagner wore Nike clothes, so we're for sure getting him. <laughs> That's not a bad point. I mean, listen. It is an NIL deal. Yeah. Whatever. If, you, if you're not being a hypocrite as a fan, then you're not being a real fan. Probably. Oh, exactly. I mean, I mean, let's be honest. I mean, if you're, if you're not being hypocritical as a fan, then you're not being a real fan. Texas says when we can get out of here on here, I, I, Texas said I'd pay to watch Trevor perform porn. What? Texas said I'd pay to watch Trevor perform porn. I okay. I think we need to find that. We haven't banned anybody from the text line yet. No, I mean that may need to get a ban. Ben, uh, you can Venmo me at my name. No. I'll say, no. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> no, 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 no. I can no. certainly use the money. <laughs> no, no. All right, we got to go to break. When we come back, I'm going to have to get out of here at some point. You and Jenna may have to do the last 30 minutes or so. Uh, I don't know how this exactly is going to work. Of course, we'll it could help add somebody to film with me. Well, yeah, we'll figure it out. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's the Rutherford Show live at Jim Patterson Stadium. Gates open here in just about half an hour. We should be good to go. The, the celebs, the players, they're all rolling in. 6 o'clock, first pitch. We're excited about it. Rutherford Show rolls on next here on 1450 and 96.1 The Big X. Huh. I mean, I could have kept the niche, but I'd rather see my brothers get rich. Hit the kill switch, hit the slugger field first pitch, seven figure brand deals. To the big- my nail tech knows how to keep it a little secret. I don't wish for my success, I speak it. I caught a buzz and you did too, but you tweaking. I look like I've been getting money, how reeking. You smell me, that's LV. Walk around with my chest out of my skin smooth, I'm healthy. All right, welcome back in. in. Five o'clock hour of the Mike Rutherford Show, 1450 AM, 96.1 FM. You know it better as the Big X. We're live today from Jim Patterson Stadium down the first baseline here, close to the Hack Shack, getting you ready for the homies' third annual celebrity kickball tournament. It's going down uh, tonight. Six o'clock is the first game. 5.30, the gates are going to open. We've got celebs and athletes now starting to roll in. And I've just been informed the first game 
of tonight is going to be the Louisville versus Kentucky game at 6 o'clock. So if you're a Cards fan, a Cats fan, wanting to catch this, uh, this crew of former UofL players, UK players, you're not going to want to be late. You want to be here for that first game. 6 o'clock, it's going to go down. Cards versus Cats. The second game will be the Planet Fitness team that's loaded with Lou City and racing Louisville players taking on the, uh, the homies team that has Jack Hart players than the Kentucky team. So you'd think if there was an outlier like Keelan Martin who's from Louisville but played at Butler, he'd well, go with the Louisville a team. team. Right. Is he choosing to play for the U.K. team or is he a ringer in the U.K.? players, I don't know, paid something you for You think he's just like, absolutely not. I refuse to play for them. I don't know. There's something, there's something going on here. I don't know if it's a Ballard thing. I don't, who knows? Uh, but the UK team is coached by Craig Owens, and then I mentioned the Planet Fitness team, coached by Rick Kiever. A lot of Lou City players, a lot of uh, Racing Lou players on there, and then guys like Frosty Rucker, Mark Nelson, Dano from Dano Seasoning. Should be a good time. We're Can all very excited Can you imagine if U has like a surprise coach? Somebody like big walks out and is Well, like, Joey kind of hinted that it might be, be kind of dope, he it? Kinda said it might be Master P. Since I don't have one up there. He sort of said, Master P might be here tonight. So if you're Maybe debating. Trevor. I, That's I why he keeps talking about it. It's if it comes him. down to Trevor versus Master P, <laughs> I think that Master P is probably going to get the yeah, nod. Yeah, but yeah, I guess yeah. we'll have to find out I'm for with sure. You. Uh, but the weather's great out here. Again, come on down. Gates are opening up in about 20 minutes, 5.30, and then uh, first game will take place at 6 o'clock. Should be a fun time. Uh, if you're just joining the show, the big news of the day continues to be William Foles, the four-star wide receiver out of Florida, committing to Louisville late last night. Big-time news. He's the 10th four-star prospect to commit to the cards. We also have a five-star locked in in Ruben Owens. Uh, Foles, on the, the bigger side, if we're talking about wide receivers that have committed to UofL recently, six foot three, 212 pounds. He'll play that outside receiver spot. Uh, Lance Taylor was the primary recruiter here to lock him in. And if you, you know, don't care about stars, don't care about measurements, don't care about what people are saying, you should care about offer sheets. Who else was going after this guy? Always makes a big difference, and he had offers from Georgia, who just won the national title, offers from Miami, Texas A&M, Florida, Florida State, Auburn. Basically, anybody you can name wanted this guy, and to have him come to Louisville is a big-time deal. Jenny, I know you're younger than me and TK, so when we go on and on about recruiting and how it's not been like this our entire lives, it's one thing. But for you, even you know, being born in an era where Louisville football has been more successful for a bigger portion of your life than it has been for mine or Trevor's, right. we've still never recruited like this. Do you think we were going to get to a day where we'd be talking about a class loaded with top 500, top 100 prospects? No, but the biggest thing is that for a long time I didn't pay a ton of attention. So We had no reason to. Yeah, it's, it's a lot newer to me now, but hearing how big it is and how much it's talked about on a national level rather than just in the city or the state, it definitely shows that there's a, something going on that's different. You know what I mean? It's a fair point. It's one thing for us to get revved up and say, like, oh, my God, we never recruited like this. When you become a national story, which is what Louisville right. has been, you've got ESPN, their national riders. It's also like a – it's a national story, one, because it's so unexpected, but, two, because people are kind of like, how are they doing this? Like, well, I mean, that's how we feel, too. I, th I have no clue. You get – I mean, I, I, I mentioned this before. Like, when Ruben Owens committed to Texas uh, – committed to Louisville over Texas and Texas A&M and TCU – I had, like, three different Texas radio stations be like, hey, can you come on the show? They all wanted me on either too early when so I wasn't like going to do it. explain it or something? Yeah, and I was like, I'm going to come on these shows, and I'm not going to have an answer for I you. I can't lie to you. I have no clue, friends. Like, you guys are going to be like, how, why would a kid who's a top running back in America who plays football in Texas, why would he ever go to Louisville? And I'm going to be like, like is it an NIL? And I'd be like, yeah, probably. Like, I'm going to be like, is it Adidas? I'm be like, yeah, probably. But I can't sure. give a definitive answer. <laughs> So I don't really know what to say, but it's uh, that just has a way with words, I guess. All we know is it's cool. It's the balloon glow. I'm sticking by that story. I'm excited about what's it. What's the what's the obsession with the balloon glow? It's just I think it's funny to okay. act like. I was just curious. Bring because we know one because people always ask like, well, what are they doing these visits? What are they doing? They're giving them jets. They're right. they're giving them fast food. They're giving them incredible 
dining experiences. They're giving them cars. And I'm like, what if it was just cars. like we took them to Balloon Glow on Derby Week? It'd be more fun. And they're just like, yes, this yeah. is where I need to be. They're giving them jets. Uh, 502-414-1450 is the Thornton's text line. Apparently the audio dropped during the intro. That's okay. We'll be fine. Um, we're, we're good now, Trevor. We're here. Texas says, do people actually go to sporting events that don't serve alcohol? Well, UK fans, football. <laughs> Is that the, I think that's the, I heard TJ talking about this. I think he tweeted about it again today. It's my favorite, like, I guess, I don't want to say anti-fan thing, but like fan that I'm willing to criticize my own program thing about is T, how mad TJ Walker gets that they don't serve alcohol at home football games. And honestly, he's not wrong. I mean, they do it all over the country, and they do do it at UK, but they only give it to the rich people. If you have a, if you have a suite, right, you're allowed to drink, but the plebes, they don't trust you with your alcohol. If you can't afford, you know. I mean, no, it, it, there's no eh about it. You just you get more drunk before you go in. That's, Be, yeah, that's true. People are still drunk at football games. It's not like Louisville's it's not going to stop them from going like Louisville's that. not the only place in America that has drunk fans at games. Um, I mean, I went to an Ohio State game where they don't allow alcohol. At least they didn't back then. And it was probably the most drunk I've ever been in a game because we drank very much before. And then you snuck some in to and you the drink. the whole game, right? Exactly. Right. You can't get anything in there. I'm always shocked by like going to sport. Like, I had forgotten, case in point, we went to the – the 2018 UofL UK basketball game at Rupp Arena, the last time UofL lost, pre-pandemic. Okay. Um, I guess it was 2019-20. So it's December of 2019. And I walk in, and, like, I drove up there with my buddy, and I'm thinking, all right, like, we're here early. We've got right. about an hour till tip. Let's grab some drinks. Damn, a little bit, And yeah. we go into Rupp, and I realize, oh, bleep, they don't sell any alcohol. That's so sad. And it always, it, like, shocks me to the core when I go to places like that. It also shocks me to the core when I go out of city, out of town, and they're like, bars are closing at, noon, at midnight. I'm like, yeah, well. That, d- that doesn't make sense to me either. I grew up in an era where they close at 4 a.m. Well, they still close like at 4 a.m.? You would know. I wouldn't. Well, like, 4th Street goes till like, 4.30, I think. And then Derby Week, they go to, like, 6, or they just stay yeah, open all year long. Which, honestly, understandable. Think about how much money comes in like that. It's a... I don't understand what other cities are doing. I'll never get it, but what are you going to do? There's so many people around us, and I keep looking for famous people, and I don't know who any of these people are. Well, you're going to see some. It's okay. We're going to be okay. Sashan. Texas <laughs> says, uh, what are you looking for most at Kentucky's first game in the Bahamas tonight? That's a KRC test. Well, no, I think that's Angry Guy, so I think that's uh, uh, I, I I thought it was last night, to be perfectly honest. I thought they played the first <laughs> game last night, so I'm not sure. I did see that, and I know this becomes the, the Cal Slam Cal show, but I do feel like it's kind of a cop-out. Calipari does this thing when they have these exhibition tours where he's like, you know what, I'm not even coaching my guys. I'm going to have the assistants are going to coach every game. I think he said, like, Orlando Antigua's coaching the first What's game. He bored? Shin Coleman's coaching the second game. Wayne Turner's coaching the last game. And, I'm like, it also just it gives you an out because right. if they lose. Then you can blame it on them. I didn't coach. You know, right. we're not doing things it the way we're normally going to. But I feel like that's, the, that's a classic Cal thing. I need Angry Guy to find something better to do with his life. Yeah, he's okay. I like Angry oh, Guy. Oh, you like Angry Guy? I'm fine with it. Okay. Texas says the most dismissed part about the whole recruiting element is that Louisville is a cool city despite what some fan bases may say. I've always I've always been confused by, and this is the great irony of all ironies, considering we're a program that has been labeled as like everything that's wrong in basketball recruiting and everything <laughs> that's evil in basketball recruiting. I've always been shocked my entire life growing up that Louisville didn't recruit even better than they have in men's basketball or really women's basketball for that matter, just because if you're a big-time, you know, five-star, top-ten prospect, Louisville seems to have, like, they can check every box. Because right. you go to, you know, for your college experience. Mm-hmm. You can go to the pros if you come to Louisville. You are treated like a god. Like, Louisville is yeah, a basketball-first program. You're also, like, you're not going to 
a smaller college school, yeah. college town. You're in, you're in a big city that does not have, I know that we've got three technically pro sports teams, but does not have a major pro sports team. Right. Our pro sports athletes are the Louisville, and if you're a UK fan, the Kentucky basketball players and, yeah. and football players to a lesser extent. So you get treated like a god. You can play at the highest level. You're in a big city that can offer you everything. Like I've just never understood why like, a guy would say, I'd rather go to Durham, North Carolina, unless yeah. it's, I just want to play for Coach K. Right. Well, and like they were talking about Louisville being a cool city. Like growing up, people my age always talk about how much they can't wait to get out of Louisville, um, and that's just growing up here because exactly. ultimately, like Louisville's a cool place to live. Yeah, you know, and just to visit. Like think about. I always think it's weird. Like there's an Airbnb down the street from my house. Who is coming to stay in Old Louisville? Actually, lots of people. It is for sure a rotating door, and I feel like you don't think about how much people actually like Louisville if you live here. You know. I do think you always realize it more when you get. Like toward, I, I, re- I started realizing it at the end of like my high school tenure, right? Like, because you know, growing up, I remember my eighth grade, we had to do this thing where you filled out eighth grade, and it was like, you know, in ten years I'll be like this, and in like ten years, like I'm, I hope to whatever, like achieve right. it. And one of the questions was like, in ten years I'll be living, and I was like, somewhere not here. When yeah. I was four, and then when I was <laughs> leaving, so cool. yeah, when I was leaving high school, I'm like, you know, Louisville's actually kind of awesome. Yeah, like, I, I hate listening to people talk about how much they hate Louisville because I actually like it, so it's rough. It's got everything you could really want, and yeah. I, I've just never understood why like a five-star kid would choose to go to, unless it's just, I grew up a North Carolina fan, I grew up a Duke fan, I grew up a Kansas fan, why they would choose to go to. that's something you've wanted for a long time. Right, I mean, some of them, I, I get it. It's a, it's a program thing, but if you're like, I mean, it happens all the time. Like, we yeah. have not landed, We don't, Louisville hasn't had a single one-and-done in the <laughs> one-and-done era, which is a 15-year time period now, I guess 16-year time period now. And that's kind of been shocking to me, but what are we going to do? Texture says, uh, Jenna, I ain't hurting anyone. I just like listening to the boys and being triggered. It's fun. That's angry guy. Oh, but you sound so nice there. Why can't we just have combos like that? Every now okay. and then he has to turn it off. Okay. Texture says, did Trevor melt away like Frosty, the yellow, mellow yellow man? The mellow yellow man? Kind of. I don't know. A lot of people are wanting to know if I watched the, the first episode of Hard Knocks last night. And the answer is no. I meant to. I actually I started it. I watched like 15 seconds, and I realized, like, I'm going to fall asleep. I just <laughs> turned this off. So I didn't. I, I, I've seen the, the clip of the, the dude singing Michael Jackson. I've seen it going around. I did not want to watch the entire thing. What's up, Patrick? I didn't know if he had. I thought he had somebody to tell was, me really quickly. I was um, staring at you. <laughs> I've seen that clip going around, but I haven't watched it. I, I've purposely tried to watch as little as possible. I want it to be a surprise. I'm going to try to watch it. T- I'm not going to get out here early enough tonight to watch it. I'm going to go mm-hmm. right home and just collapse. Um, hopefully sleep well but um i probably won't get to watch it but i'm like IV fluids when you get home i need to man i need (laughs) need to do something um but but i'm the reaction has kind of scared me though because it's been mostly people who are like i'm kind of rooting for the lions now i'm kind of liking the lions. i'm like no i don't don't want you on the bandwagon i've been doing (laughs) this by myself my whole life i don't i don't want to do it trevor give me a nod i know you're off mic did you watch the the lions hard knocks last night he did trevor watched it whatever you say mike Okay. All right. Don't know if that's a yes or a no. Nope. He's, te- he's team Dan Campbell. That's what, I, I, that's what he's got locked in. Um, I'm excited about it. It's, your, it's my favorite team. What do you want me to say? Of course I'm going to watch it. Uh, 502-414-1450 is the Thornton Sex Line. I, I know I've got to get out of here in like 10 minutes here. I'm trying to make sure I'm not missing anything. Uh, so I'll go ahead and remind people our, uh, our air serve. It's hot out here. We could use air serve out here right now. But if your AC breaks at any point during the summer, hit up our friends over at AirServe. They've got technicians uh, available 24-7. They're like EMTs for your HVAC. That's why we love them. Uh, we love our guy Richard who's running the show over there at AirServe. If you, you know, your house is too hot, if it gets too cold in the wintertime, if it's too dry, if you have a pollution issue, call them today at 502-264-9662. You can also visit their website. It's AirServe.com backslash Louisville. A-I-R-E-S-E-R-V.com backslash Louisville. 
I wanted to read a few of these. I thought this was a funny thing. This was classic, like, old-school card chronicle. My guy, Connor Shea, he went to, you know, you can review anything. Any sort of business, any sort of establishment, you can give them a review on these websites. You just Google search them, and you can you know, leave a review of the, of the building and how you were treated. And Connor Shea went, and he looked up all the one-star reviews that Papa John's, I guess not Papa John's anymore, Cardinal Stadium has okay. received over the years. And I, I thought it was great. The very first one sets the tone. One-star review from seven months ago, and it just says, literally no Cardinals. I mean, seven months ago, I wouldn't be surprised if that's actually the case. Well, if you thought you were going there to see some birds, you're going to be <laughs> sorely disappointed. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, the second one-star review, this was three years ago, too much rain tonight. What? Whose fault is that? Again, <laughs> not, not Vince Tyree's fault at that point. Right. Not Scott Satterfield's fault, but... Too much rain. That's rough. One-star review from Dan, a local guy from four years ago. A money pit. Expensive. Just put in place for the wealthy to show off. How do you show off at a football game? Uh, Gary, three years ago, gave it a one-star review and said, haven't been there. <laughs> Texture says, one-star review two years ago. This may have been Trevor. I was unfairly arrested. Um, it probably was, TK. Texture says, one-star review. Control of squirrels was less than satisfactory. Now, I don't know if this was the touchdown squirrel game where right. the squirrel got on the field or if this has been an ongoing problem. I, I had season tickets. Don't think I've ever seen a squirrel issue when I've been. Look, I had season Kings back in his hometown when them wheels hitting. All right, back. Down. Mike Rutherford show. DK here. Uh, Mike, I, he, he left, but he didn't. He's just standing over here now, chatting with some people, including our intern. Uh, I know we were off the air for a little bit there. Apologize for that. I will tell you this, though. Everything did get recorded. So uh, if you were uh, wanting to know, God knows what Jen and, uh, and Mike were talking about, because I wasn't even listening either. I was just actually going to get another burger and just kind of my own little world. Uh, make sure to tune in the podcast and you can listen to all that, uh, whatever you may or may not have missed. It's, it is getting hot out here right now. I, I'm kind of glad I'm not playing, to be honest with you. Uh, my man Dugan over here to over my left-hand shoulder. Dugan, I don't think I'm making it past one game out here. I, I don't know if you can. I don't think, I'm over here just like, I mean, I'm too big a guy. I mean, this is the humidity. Like, I can maybe watch a game. I might watch a little bit from where I'm sitting right now, like in the comfort zone over here. But Maybe like, get a little closer to that big fan. If they, if they, uh, yeah, I'm definitely getting the fan angle here when this is all said and done. But, like, once this game starts, like, I don't – props to the people who actually are athletic. And I'm, I'm, I'm a little worried about Mike out there, to be honest with you, because, I mean, part of having POTS, long COVID, and, and other un, un, unspecified diseases that he's yet to been discovered – you know, he's, he's, you know, he's had everything by including bitten by the spider from arachnophobia that, you know, he's going to be out there in his heat. It's not good for him. It's not good for the pots. Well, now you have me worried about him. I don't know. Uh, maybe we should uh, have you stand in for him. Well, no. But who could make it through the game? Well, who do you feel better about, Mike or you? Probably Mike because it, with the heat, Mike, like he said to Jenna, who somehow thought that there was a choice between passing out and death. Um that he he will he would likely pass out. I would die. So like that that's the difference in the two. Yeah. So like passing out's not a big deal. Like I've passed out. Like I mean, as long as you don't do it, you know, in in, in sixth grade at your friend's house and you wake up with stuff written all over your face, you're ready to happen. To you. 
Right. Do you ever have somebody right under? Or, or, or you hurt your head when you hit the ground. Yeah, oh, that always hurts. Yeah. Well, sometimes you don't even have to pass out to that. You can just try to kick a soccer ball. Yeah. So I mean, it's yeah. I, I think he he'll be all right. He's gonna do. He might do that. And I don't think he will. Hopefully. But uh, I would. I don't think. Yeah, I wouldn't make it past an hour in one game. Like after that first game, I'd be like, screw this. Bring the rain. I'm out of here. That's done. I think he will be fine. Are you leaving, Mike? My money's on Mike. He'll be fine. He doesn't even know what he's doing. He's just hanging out. I don't even know what we're doing. We have nothing to talk about. What do you want to talk about? How long till somebody heckles him? (laughs) Kendrick Haskins is his partner. Kendrick is one of the two of the nicest guys in town who are going to be the umpires for this game. Do me a favor. Go get Kendrick. I want to ask him a question. Holler at him real quick. Just tell him I want to talk to him. Kendrick. Come here. Kendrick knows me. He loves Ladies me. Ladies and gentlemen, Kendrick Haskins. I mean, for a Cowboy fan, he's actually not a bad guy. <laughs> yeah, uh, we all have our crosses to bear. All right, Kendrick, I got to ask you this because I've been, I've been informed. Have a seat. I'm going to two guests here. I don't know who you're talking to, but it wasn't as important as us. <laughs> Nobody uh, is. No, no. The, now, now, we've lost our host for, for yeah, the rest no, of the show. Just go. Because apparently, like, you two apparently are both, like, refereeing in this. I'm yeah, we're both umpiring. Umpi- umpire. I got to remember. That's why I'm like, why is he leaving? And he Maybe had. I'm supposed to be leaving. He was like, I got to leave early because, like, I'm umpiring. You, on the other hand, have no problem, like, filling in for him. Hey. I'm, so I'm, I'm figuring out. Well, because I was told the jerseys are that way. He's going the opposite. I, he, he has no <laughs> idea what he's doing. He's just—it's a heat, heat exhaustion. I don't know. So, so I've asked him how he's preparing to umpire this game. Mm-hmm. Like I, 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 first of all, I'm still a little upset that I didn't get offered to play. I am a legend of the sport <laughs> in, in, in elementary school days. You know, you've heard the stories of me at, at Zachary Taylor, right? I, 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 I they reached you all you all wearing the, the, the street. Yeah, I mean, yeah. It's uh, yeah. going into Zachary Taylor. Yeah, like the, kid, the, the kids in Raisins, that's all they talk about when they go to <laughs> hang out there. That's, that's what the, Field Day <laughs> Monster, that was your name. That's what they say. <laughs> How are you going into this, approaching this, this umpiring kickball game? Like, I know you played it as a kid, I'm sure. Of course. But, you know, I'm umpiring, so like I'm just like calling it down the line and hoping somebody gets in my face. Are you willing to throw <laughs> Jack Harlow out of this event? Oh, totally. That might happen even if he doesn't do anything. Like, I offered Mike a, a supermarket sweep of my house, whatever he wanted, for like 20 minutes, and he threw Harlow out of the game. The like deal is on me. the same table for you, my man. Yeah, I, I know Jack a little bit. I don't know how much Eagles memorabilia you want from my house because there's a ton of it. You're, but not, you're not making this a bet worth me winning. Yeah. But, no, I know Jack a little bit. And so okay. Yeah, you've been in his videos yeah, and everything, yeah, right? Yeah, I was in, his, in, one, in one of his videos. And so... He would laugh. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest with you with this with the, with the humidity out here right now. I would be. He might like be happy for you to do that. No kidding. He might like, come up and ask. It's you gonna be hard. Are you gonna be okay out there? I mean, like me, I, I'm already sweating over here right now. I'm but sweating right now, and I've already been at work. And so, but the thing is, I have the bright, uh, the bright light ahead of me because tomorrow is my birthday. Well, happy birthday. Yeah, so when I get You are. Here, how, how old are you, my I'll man? I'll be 47. Oh, there's no way you're that much. You're older than me. I thought you were younger than me. Yeah, I'm 47. Why do you look 10 years younger than me? Why does everyone look 10 years younger than me? <laughs> you know what? If I grew my hair out, I would not look 10 years younger than me. <laughs> <laughs> there's a reason why I'm bald. I always thought you were younger than me for some reason. Man, now oh, I just. Man. I'm, I'm old there with you, buddy. Don't get me wrong. Like, like, people laugh at me like, oh, you know, everybody. I was like, no, I'm just old. So, <laughs> so, uh, so we can blame your, your eyesight on old age on your right. birthday tomorrow. Again, happy 47. Um, John Lynch number, I believe. And then yep. he wore 47, yep. I think. Yep.
I can't think of too many 47s. I'll I go know with that one. one. Uh, Andre Kirilenko, because he had. Oh well, yeah, AK-47. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm probably not supposed to do that anymore. My bad. Good thing Andre was a different era, a different time. Good for him. Uh, are you now? Are, how are you going to handle like the strike zone? Like uh, first of all, I'm, I'm making Rutherford be involved. Is he going to be behind? The, I'm, I'm going to make that make that call. I'm so you're going to you're going to be on first base. On first base, so my job's going to be easy. Well, that's not. I don't know. I mean, I, I got to avoid getting hit with the ball. I've seen what's rubber. I think you'll be okay. <laughs> I mean, I've seen first basemen's ruin perfect games though. I've seen well, first, yeah, ba- first base. I mean, let's talk. Let, yeah. You being an old man with me, we remember the 1985 World Series. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, World Series uh, was it Dylan uh, Dinginger that might or whatever? Be another goal of mine is to ruin somebody's perfect game in kickball. <laughs> kickball. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how do you? I, I'm more. I want to disrupt everything. I, I would almost be amazed <laughs> to see if someone could get a perfect game that far. I mean, how do you strike out that many people in kickball? Right. Like, like I mean, I, I plan on playing this low key as much as possible. Nobody's here to see me, and so I'm just going to stand there, and if he's out, safe. And that'll be it. I mean, I can't imagine there being a lot of strikeouts here unless. I mean, if you, I'm sorry, if you strike out in kickball, you don't need to be out here. I mean, seriously, that's. <laughs> it's like it's like striking out in t-ball. If you college sports in Kentucky and Louisville, if any of them strike out, I'm throwing. The, if you if, if they strike out, I'm throwing them out. And that's gotta be weird though, because you've got guys. We've got from from uh, Tyler Ulysses to Willie Collie Stein. I mean, the strike zone is gonna be really shifting. I mean, how does Tyler Ulysses even have a strike zone? Well, but the good thing is they're kicking the ball. That's, cr- that's well, true. Yeah, we're not talking baseball. Zone that's is true. If they kick or not. It's just in the man. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to be calling um, safe and out at the at home plate. I don't want anything to do with that. No. Well, you you need to switch off. Well, the thing is, is like as much as fun as is, and how how they're going to be laughing. These dudes are competitors. Oh yeah. And so they're going to be competitive. Are we going to have Are we going to have a Pete Rose moment at home plate? I guarantee it with somebody. You think somebody's somebody's going to get mad? Are we going to get That's somebody? Putting Rutherford at home plate. <laughs> I mean, I see all the blame on him personally. If there's any heat, just send it right to him. Do we have anybody clear the wall tonight? No. I mean, we got some soccer players out here, man. You think yeah, it's but they don't have to kick it that far. I mean, <laughs> Unless they're the goalie. I mean, I, I, and I'm sure they're saving their legs. They have a pretty big match coming up on Saturday. So. And, and how is the soccer players going to adopt in the outfield? Adapt to being in the outfield where they have to actually catch a ball with their hands. I mean, is the ball going to come up to an outfield and he's just going to head it? I mean, actually, that would be awesome. <laughs> that <was> just, <laughs> he never catches it. The ball never hits the ground. He just heads it to the next guy in the second base, and he catches it. Bicycle kicks it all the way. That would be great. That would be worth the price of admission make, alone. That would make Kent's highlight of the night. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta plug my boy. Well, which is good because it'll probably that'll probably trump me. The uh, and here's the the, the highlight of this uh, fat guy standing at third base, just falling down. That would be me right there. Um, I, I, not, not to st- I want to stay goofy with you, and I won't let you. I won't keep you too long. But I, I will bring up obviously one of the big news of the stories the last yesterday and today, and we talked about it. Uh, Fred Calgo with the Trinity stuff, mm-hmm. just. Not, not get anything. You, you know Fred better than I do. I'm sure. I, I know him. I, I was kind of. <laughs> I mean, I, I was kind of surprised. This. What, what are your thoughts on this whole thing, and how do you think it's affected you so far? Because this right this now, does affect you. It, yeah, it, it could possibly affect me. Hopefully, there's not a knee jerk reaction. Yeah. And like all of a sudden, we're just banned from the sidelines. I saw a, I saw a lot of these sports photography experts on Twitter saying, <laughs> "Oh, they can just zoom in." No, it doesn't work that way. <laughs> so, no, it the reason we're on the field is because there's too many people between the fence uh, and, yeah. and the field. You gotta love the Twitter experts, out. right? Yeah, I know. Yeah, every, so they, they know how to do everything. Yeah, I know. But uh, and plus, 
another reason why we're on the field is what I've, I've, I've explained to people before. We don't go to just one game. Yeah. And so we have, it saves us time to go straight from the field out to the parking lot. If we're shooting from up in the press box, you got to fight, fight some people. You got to go through everybody to get up there and to get back down. And so that's another reason why we're on the field. I've got a feeling cooler heads will prevail. Yeah, okay. Probably just we have to sign a waiver, which I'm perfectly fine doing. Yeah. Because, like, like I said, if you're on the field, you're taking an assumed risk. So I've, I'm fine with it. I've been hit before. I, I was going to ask you, have you been run over before? Not, not like that. I well, mean, yeah. I, think, I actually. I mean, honest, you may have been hit harder than that. Just the angle he got hit honestly, at too was. I've been hit more at basketball than football. <laughs> really? Ba- football, I can get out of the way because I'm standing up. Basketball, you know, we're sitting down cross leg. They come. They come. I mean, I mean, one. You know, I got kicked really good by Rondo when he was at UK. Now this he, isn't like uh, like uh, I mentioned. I made a reference to Dennis Rodman incident. They're not kicked no, like that. No, it wasn't right? that. Oh, okay. Rondo yeah. got fouled and the referee didn't call it, and he landed into me and it's foot came back and ah, barely okay. missed my face and kicked the camera. And that's uh, and Larry O'Bannon got me pretty good once when he was well, at UofL. Well, well, Rondo's contract, you, you might want to sue now. I mean, I would, I'd consider that. I mean, I mean I'm mean, i not saying go after the house. I, I, I think there's other statute of limitations probably prevent that. I don't know, man. I, I think I would actually be a little curious about this. Or if I were you, I mean, no, I, I he could probably slide you a couple of half a mil and not even blink an eye, man. <laughs> I know resign a little bit. I, let, I, I won't dig into this. Box. You won't tell. Uh, you, you are a, you are a, an older man than I, a nicer man than me, a better man than me, a more athletic man than me. Uh, the only problem I is the athletic part. There's a reason why I'm oh, up there. I mean, seriously, I'm not setting the bar that high for you, buddy. I promise. Uh, the only problem that I have with you is you're a Cowboy fan. We all got our crosses to bear. You, you know, like Mike McCarthy? I'm not an annoying Cowboy fan, though, because I never think they're going to win the Super Bowl. <laughs> well, I, mean, I, I think, think I kind of feel like all Cowboy fans are annoying Cowboy fans. Well, but uh, I've seen it two years. I was like, <laughs> they're not going to the Super Bowl because their defense wasn't any good. They were just winning because they was outscoring people. Those teams don't win Super Bowls. Is, is, is the Cowboys going to win the NFC East this year? Is that really is that is that a dubious honor in its own way? Right, because it's right. Like I, 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 it's like it's like being the best of the worst. I, I'm with, I, do, I do, I do, I do think the NFC East is going to be better this year. I think your Eagles made some moves. I think it's going to make them better. I think a healthy Saquon Barkley, and I think I really like Wondell Robinson with the. Giants. I do too. I just I felt bad for him because he's got Daniel, <laughs> yeah, Daniel Jones on but, him. Wrong. But he Daniel Jones has has to be better with the talent around them. Dallas, I'm worried about with because. I was okay with the losing Amari Cooper, but losing um, Cedric Wilson really bothered me because I really liked that kid. I thought yeah. he would have been a great fill-in because now, I mean, yeah, they, they have the injuries, and most of those injuries at receiver will be back by the second week, but none of those guys are really guys you're really scared of right now. now they could develop into that, but I'm worried about that. So I really I hate to say this. I'm leaning towards your Eagles winning the NFC East. Part of it, too, is nobody's won the NFC East two years ago. I know. And here, here's the problem with this is that the Eagles, are, like, they win nine games last year because they beat all the teams that were bad. No, like, I, I almost kind of want them to be bad, too, so we, it's like a, a, a mirage of how this coach may be. I, the, you know, you mentioned the Cooper thing, and I, I'm going to let you get out of here, but the, that was so under the radar of a move in the offseason. Like, it just it didn't get no – I mean, it was you dumped him for, like, a fifth-round pick, hey, I mean, all because he made fun of your quarterback. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna go I don't know if it's all true to the. I don't know. I live and say it's probably more than that. Okay. Uh, did, did you hear the comedy made about it? <laughs> I thought it was funny, but. I think it's hilarious. Yeah. But apparently, Dak What's didn't. Wrong with Kirk yeah. Really. <laughs> but apparently. The money and has not been great. Clearly, Dak didn't have the sense of humor, but uh, yeah, you'd hope to think it wasn't just because of that. 
Uh, Mr. Haskins, I always have a pleasure, my man, Pretty despite it. One day I'm going to be on with Rutherford. I guess I, I, guess I haven't seen I mean, that you got, you can, You've done radio with me, though. Right. I mean, we, we did it where we had, uh, I think, Oxmoor one. Yeah, we've done radio we, we, plenty. Yeah, we, I don't think I've, I've never done it radio with Rutherford. Yeah, it's, it's, it's overrated. Yeah, we on his, on his previous show. It's, it's, it's kind of overrated, to be honest with you. It's, yeah. it's, like, it's like going to, like, Ruth Chris. You know, you, get this, you think you're going to spend all this money, and you kind of get you an outback steak anyway. <laughs> and, and, and with, I'm not a big fan of the wedge salad. <laughs> and with that, I just killed our sponsorship with Ruth Chris. All in one foul swoop. Uh, <laughs> Haskins. Right, man, I've actually work a little bit before yeah, I go, start umpire. Go get some work done. Uh, General's going to hand the mic to you, but I think I'm going to take a quick break. I'll see you later, buddy. Uh, we'll take one quick break, come back, we'll wrap this up. I'll get uh, some Jenna's thoughts. Me and her haven't had it. We've never done low rate together, have we? This ought to be interesting. This could be intriguing. It'll only be 10 minutes, but hey, a lot can happen in 10 minutes, trust me. Look at me. All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> Mike Rutherford Show on Big Exports Radio. Baby, I'm coming home. I know the kids miss me. I need some time with my friends to sip whiskey. I spent the last 12 months locked in, but tonight I'm content with existing. Uh, welcome back, Mike Rutherford Show. We are live out here hey, at hey, the third hey, annual hey, hey. Mr. Peyton Seaver hey, out here. How's it going, How's it going Mr. Seaver? How you doing? I'm doing well. You ready? You, you ready? You ready to go long on some kickballs tonight? I'm trying to stretch so I don't pull a muscle. This is some long basic. Man. <laughs> no. I don't know how the basic players do it night in and night out. You might. You mind if I get away with you? Oh, for sure. Oh, come on! You, you're you're a giving man. You average five assists a game. Ah, oh, we won't let you. We we don't have to kid. You don't have to. You don't. He's, he, he averaged five assists a game. The guy's a giving man. <laughs> he loves to. Sh- he shares the wealth. We are I'm Mike Rutherford show. Even a Mike Rutherford ditched us. You know Mike. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's he ditched us. The referee. He's gonna be the umpire of your game. So if you want, be nice to him. Here's a hint. Don't tell him you don't like D two the movie. Don't, he, like who? don't tell him you don't like D two the movie. Okay. He might. He, if you tell him you like Mighty Ducks two, he will give you a good uh, good run. Uh, are you going to go lefty out here or opposite foot because of your talents uh, above everyone else in the skill level? Am I level? going left foot? Yeah. No shot. I'm going all out. Are you, are you, are you here to win? I'm as far as I can. If I miss the ball and fall, don't you guys laugh. It's all for the best. Are you here to win and nothing else, right? I'm here to win. Now, uh, we, we need have fun, first of all. But we're here to win. Well, and now you are lined up against the U.K. guys yep. right off the bat. Now, as you don't know, we, like, we've had some troubles with Louisville people. We've had some troubles with the U.K., especially in the football field recently. Now, basketball, we've been dominating since, what, like uh, last six years. They're scared to play us last year on top of it. Are you, are you going to take out the aggression of what they've done to us on the football field on the baseball field tonight? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm thinking 50 to 4. When you score, are you going to do well, Levis, and like show like the three for your third go? Third no, run. I'm here to have fun, man. At the I end know. of the day, it's, it's all to put on put on a good show for the fans, and you know, I, I have good friends who play for Kentucky, man. Once, I know. You know, once we're on the court, there's, there's no love, but off the court, we're all good friends. So. Uh, here, we're all just homies, right? For sure. We're all just homies, just hanging out, enjoying some uh, Dano's burgers, which are tasty. Sure. If you haven't had one, I mean. You might not want to eat as many as I have because then you'll look like me. But, you know, but you, I'd definitely go get one. Uh, I won't keep you, man. I appreciate you stopping no by for a Thank second. Peyton see with us. Hand out to Jenna. Uh, he's going he's gonna to get a couple extra, kick some home runs tonight. Now, I'm assuming is this uh, is this going to be Jack Harlow getting in this, like, a giant SUV? I don't know. Looks just pulled like up it. and, like, five people I don't know are getting out. Mm, doesn't look like And is that, is that him? No. no. That, that, that can't be him. 
Nice tattoo, though. He's not <laughs> He's got a tattoo of an arrow going down his head. No. Uh, I'm giving a description. I don't see Harlow in this uh, SUV. So I guess he's going to be in the limo. We have not seen Jack Harlow yet. As you saw, Peyton Steve was stopping by a great guy. Always so nice. He could have easily just told us to buzz off, but very, he very doesn't. Kind. So very nice guy, even though I'm giving him a little bleep about uh, beating Kentucky. Uh, we've seen some other celebrities, obviously. We saw Kyle Kirk. We've seen uh, the U.K. guys walking around here already all day since we've been here. Uh, <laughs> he's oh, leaving so stuff with it. It's all right, man. We do that so you have to come back. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, this is our first rodeo. Uh, Steve was leaving his stuff here for us. The sunglasses are probably worth more than I make in a year. Uh, but he's going to be blind <laughs> yeah, the whole time he's out there. Uh, we, one of the core things, we saw Master P out here a second ago with his son, who's the former, one of the Louisville two guards. Uh, now, when we do see Harlow, now you, A, you're going to point him out to me, okay? Hey, what's up? You're, a, you're going to point him out to me if we see Jack. Okay. Here. B, uh, you're going to, you're going to, you, well, you flirt with Jack a little bit. I don't. I no. can't find that man attractive in the slightest. The, the thing is, is that when it, when it comes to financial support like that, that, that I'm okay. Oh, wow. I like I'm that. Okay. You've I got really standards. Am. A little bit, yeah. No wonder I have no chance. <laughs> just, a little bit. <laughs> all right. I uh, just tease. All right. Uh, Jen, have you had fun out here tonight? Who's our friend? Who's that? Oh, that's Jack. Have you had fun out here right today? There, that's Jack. Oh, there he is. Yeah. What jersey is he wearing? I can't tell. He, I should have guessed he'd be the Did one with the nine security guards. Peyton, where's our security guards? They got you, dog. They got you. Yeah, I mean, Jack's out here with like nine cops. We're all just walking around. I mean, and he's being uh, mobbed now. <laughs> yeah, he is. I think I think we found him easily. So, I would uh, just like to say. Me, meanwhile, Mike Rutherford walking around with no one knowing the who he is. Opposite way from Jack <laughs> Carlo. Just wandering around. He's All just right. happy to be here. Uh, who's going to win Louisville Kentucky uh, kickball game? Why would you ask me that question? What's the score? Twelve to five. I like that. Twelve to five, Louisville. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go. I'm going to go uh, seventeen to three. Okay. okay. I'm, I'm thinking. I'm thinking a blowout here. Uh, we're going to get out of here. Russell, we're hanging out with Steve. Uh, we've got. We're going to go see if we can get Jack Harlow. Uh, if Jenna's not going to hit on him, I will. No, I'm not. Uh, so <laughs> I'll, Stop. I'll, I'll flirt with him. Like, I have no qualms. Right? Yes. I'm, I'm very comfortable in masculinity with a man who makes seven figures. All right, so we're oh, going to get out of here. Had a good time. The Cardinal Insider with my man Jody Demling. Thanks to, John, to Jim Lewis in the studio keeping us on the air as best he can because we've had some hiccups. Uh, enjoy your bats game tonight. We've got the Cardinal Insider at 6. Uh, and then the bats at 7.08 as they take open to rebound from a loss last night against the uh, I-Cubs. Until uh, tomorrow, we'll be back. Adios. But for now, I got a concierge downstairs. All my neighbors are gray-haired. They don't recognize me, and I don't think they care. But my postmates can't believe that I stay here. I want to go back to Kentucky and shut down the state fair. Visit my old teachers and tell them to take care. I might take a whip instead of paying the plane fare. I still remember the way there. Ain't a girl in my hometown I can't have now. Buy a building in cash and put in.